0: Surprising. It's weird. This background.
1: Yeah, it fits the if light. It fits the light. Yeah. Mhm. That's good. This is like the only time you see Tatooine like cloudy, as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: It's usually just stark sun.
1: Is that? I guess. I guess we'll talk about it in the episode. But is that the harvest? Is like when it rains. Because he taught. Because they're cause mo- they're, they're, oh. they're moisture farmers. So if there's a harvest it's when it rains and so they 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 they're like collecting the rainwater
0: yeah that's why that's it's so important
1: true. to condensers oh no, that makes sense now george <laughs>
0: yeah
2: <laughs> george you don't explain these it's things it's when it
1: rains it, it only rains <laughs> once like once a year yeah and like a like for a few months straight or something
2: Maybe like one or two months. I mean, the harvest—if you go by our calendar—there's
1: like a rainy. It's like winter on Tatooine. It's a rainy season. Well, it's definitely. If you're harvesting summer,
2: crops. It's usually uh, August and September is the harvest. That's it.
1: Yeah, but this or is September this is water, not crops. You're harvesting yeah. just the they're, water. Yeah, well, but it,
2: their water is their crop. Yeah, they're,
1: they're 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 just they're just har- harvesting rainwater
0: yeah
2: Uh uh-huh i don't know hold on let's
1: i mean
0: yeah i guess that makes sense to like the alternative (laughs) that they were like pulling moisture out of like the ground or something this is
1: going to be a long cold open (laughs) that's exactly what moisture farming entails is there a wikipedia page about moisture farming
2: there's a reddit thread
1: ew well
2: it was the first thing on there (laughs) yeah they don't know anything
0: Oh, I just, I just barely saw McClunky on your screen. Sure, <laughs>
1: moisture, moisture uh, farm.
0: It doesn't have a wacky enough font.
2: Yeah, the drawing of
1: moisture through the dry air harvests excess atmospheric humidity. So they just like
0: pulling oh,
1: out the clouds? okay. Yeah, so like the harvest season would be like there where it's clouds. The clouds don't rain but the clouds have enough moisture in them that you're essentially sucking the moisture out of the clouds.
3: All aboard! Hey! Huh? Oops! What?
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 27 of where Streams Come True. This is a show where we suffer through the entire good and bad of Disney+. Plus. I am your host, Collins, and joining me today are, once again, Cameron and Sarah. Whoa,
0: purely for Merry Christmas.
1: We're doing it again hmm. on Zoom again, purely for convenience. There is a set now. Happy
2: to be here. <laughs> I right.
1: don't have the chance to watch, watch the wildcast if you want to know what this new, the new set looks like. It's It's uh, better. <laughs> but uh you're not gonna see that today uh this week we had the pleasure of watching star wars episode four a new hope also known as star wars um the 19 nine, the 1977 film by director george lucas the credits are um the uh film information As statistics is pretty easy on this one because it's just like all george yeah <laughs> i feel like i used yeah. to have producer on there but i deleted it once and i kept forgetting to put it back um, oh no I think, I think it's because IMDB awesome. doesn't always say who the producer is. Oh, really? I,
2: I know he didn't do it entirely on his own, although he did it largely without a studio help.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, young farm boy Luke Skywalker is thrust into a galaxy of adventure when he intercepts a distress call from the captive Princess Leia. Or as the guy towards the end of the movie says, Leia. Uh, The event launches him on a daring mission to rescue her from the clutches of Darth Vader and the evil empire. Literally, I I had to write that down in my notes. It was like, the plans we received from Princess Leia.
0: No, they say that twice, though. I can't remember who else says it. Somebody else calls her Leia. And I'm like, Leia?
1: Hold on.
2: I don't remember where else. But yeah, I I just like...
1: (laughs) Um, Initial thoughts. Um, I'm sure we've all seen this movie before, but uh, I guess experience, first time viewing, and uh, revisiting it again. Um, I'll let Cameron go first, because Sarah and I uh, are probably going to be almost identical.
0: Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I have, of course, seen this movie before. I would hope um, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first time I watched it, I loved this movie. Uh, and then I watched it maybe three or four more times. Uh, watching this again... I guess it was mostly just like nostalgia but like just watching it as like objectively I think it's just overall just a good movie Mm -hmm. yeah
1: I think it was definitely longer than I remember it I didn't remember Uh it being two hours long (laughs) Um, but I guess for me and Sarah I'm gonna assume that our first time watching it would have been in the basement of our grandparents' house on VHS on a tiny TV. Mm -hmm. Um, They had the original
2: trilogy every Thanksgiving and Christmas, which is why this was fun to watch in late December, or I guess we're in mid-December.
1: Yeah, those memories. It it
2: feels like a Christmas movie for some reason.
1: Yeah, they would, um, even if we were just visiting at their house, um, our parents would be uh, just talking with them upstairs and we would just go down and then watch, uh, we'd, run and watch yeah, we'd run away <laughs> and watch star wars and i think that's why i love star wars
2: yeah i mean um, i tracked down uh, a copy legitimately of course of the a digital version of the original release yeah mm. that we had seen because there's been so many different versions and sometimes i watch that the and disney so i Plus haven't seen the disney different one as yeah well. yeah it's an it's an even more changed where is it? There we go. <laughs> um, this lovely edition, which is in the prequels, Sebulba does say it, and now it's been said in the Mandalorian. It was too.
1: someone said it in the who's? It was um um. Uh, Biff. Bib Fortuna. Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's McClunky.
0: Wait, so you're telling three different aliens all said McClunky, even though they all speak it's different languages.
1: It, it, it's all. It's they're, they're all It's all Hutties
2: hold on i looked it up oh, hold on okay. i i will get to why this movie matters to me but first we have to look up mcconkey yeah all
0: right what does this mean and why do i care why can't i open this um, bottle okay
2: it means this will be the end of you in hatties because
1: that so. the only translation we have it of is when somebody okay. says it
2: yeah um
1: so regardless Sibulva i is... haven't
2: seen this version yeah. very often and some of the cg i mean it's fine but it,
1: it's um, either it's either fine or really bad
2: the one <laughs> the one point where i was like george stop Java. is um when they're about to have the these are not the droids you're looking for line and a gigantic <sighs> like alien comes like this close to the screen while the like that's not cinema. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> it's it's a it's a screen wipe, but with a like with like elephant skin.
2: Ass. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. it's it's fine. It's dumb. At it's least, Star Wars.
1: At, at least the usage of McClunky remains consistent.
2: Yes, it's it's like
1: a. I'm assuming you've, uh, Cameron has seen the newest episode of Mandalorian no
0: i have not i know
1: he probably
2: doesn't doesn't know who bib fortuna is to be fair so we're we're safe
1: (laughs) Yeah, real real fat bib fortuna okay
2: like to the point where i think that something is
1: cursed the time the Um, the title of (laughs) hut So yeah, is it is it a species or is it also a? It is a species. Huts, yeah, I think they
0: are a species. Yeah,
1: but they
2: are the huts are a species. Well, I can I, Say that one hundred percent. The leader of the hut cartel might be a title.
0: That seems racist. Like it's a hut cartel. You're a Hutt, it's like, so it's now if, you have to be part it's, of the yeah, cartel. Yeah,
1: it's like if humans ruled the solar system, but like a non-human could be a ruler, but then they would be called human as a title
2: or another analogy is if you were in the italian mafia but you were from true true russia Mm -hmm. you would still be the leader of the italian mob but we're getting off track and it's my fault
1: you'd be mr italy that's that's what the title yeah mr italy that's what they call
2: him in godfather they call him mr italy (laughs) anyway You're going to have to cut
1: a lot. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't think that. I don't think I'm going to cut that.
0: can't Um, cut that.
1: Mr. Italy, Giuseppe Stromboli. He
0: deserves scream time.
1: (laughs) Anyway. um, (sighs) The the, the review is long, but it's mostly just a lot of words describing short scenes. So I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go with it. Um, All right. An opening. This is from IMDb, the uh, thing. An opening title card reads: "A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies manage to steal a secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, which is all one word, but the S is capitalized. In this, that's not correct. An yeah. armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet, pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia, played by Carrie Fisher." Races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. So that's just the opening crawl. Um, Yay. Uneventful. Oh, real weird. It's at the time. It kind of just
2: launches you into it.
1: Yeah. Expedition by reading, like, is not really a thing at this time in movies. No, yeah. it
2: harkens back to, like, the 30s and 40s yeah. where they would have like a little reading. blurb or a yeah reading in movies and the whole scroll that happens like That's a lot fun. of this stuff I'm just like where did George come up with this because nothing had really been done like this it's a amalgamation of a lot of Honestly, ideas but it's just it's genius I think like it's I how did this get made
1: <laughs> I think the reason is is because to a certain extent, George had, this is going to sound bad, but George had no idea what he was doing. And in that certain cases, that allowed him to break the norms. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was enough people that knew what they were doing to avoid like really dumb mistakes, even though there were dumb mistakes in pretty much every movie. Um, mm-hmm. Lesser, to a certain extent, in the uh, original trilogy. But like, he, he wasn't a traditional filmmaker. So anyway, continuing yeah. onward. Uh, following the opening crawl, the frame moves down in the starfield, and we see a pitched battle between two starships in orbit around the desert planet of Tatooine. A small Rebel blockade runner, the Tantive IV, is being pursued by a mammoth Imperial Star Destroyer, the Devastator. Inside, the protocol droid C-3PO, played by Anthony Daniels, and utility droid R2-D2, played by Kenny Baker, are tossed about as their ship endures a barrage of laser bolts, and 3PO concludes that escaping capture will be impossible. The rebel ship is also heavily damaged; that its main power reactor must be shut down. It is caught in the imperial de- destroyer's tractor beam, pulled into the hold of the larger ship, and bordered by stormtroopers from the Empire's Five O First Legion. This okay. So I'm guessing this recap is going to be inserting a lot of lore, which is so fun. Like the Five O First
2: seems like it. Yeah, I, guess like it like is I, didn't, I didn't know thought they know were that.
1: clones. They were. Uh, they uh, yes, and then they were. I
2: don't. I don't think at this point. I think they've phased out the. The clones yeah, by a new hope.
1: It's just it's the okay. same, it's oh, the sure. same same title oh, of Legion, but different people.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, you're talking about the Five O First. Yeah, it does. I mean, maybe they parents. are still
1: clones. Who knows? I'm sure I someone does.
2: Would be surprised, but you never know. I mean I the Five O First in re- in reference if to they were, like, the then... cosplay community is specifically
1: stormtroopers. And also the Five O First was also clones, but
2: Yeah. That's my only, yeah. my only rationale yeah. behind thinking they're they're not. Anyway, clones. that's
1: that that's just a detail that was inserted by IMDb, so I'm assuming it's canon. Thanks, IMDb. I guess it's I whatever mean, whatever stormtroopers are with Darth Vader are always the five hundred first. Yeah. Which coincidentally okay. were also the clones that were around Anakin, but no one ever makes that connection.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't think they're ever named, though. That's the thing.
1: They're only only in the Clone Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: and in whatever. the seminal video game uh, Battlefront. Uh, yes, Battlefront.
1: <laughs> um, fun. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the firefight. Which we, we, this is only them boarding the ship.
0: Oh, okay. Um, All my notes are on the firefight.
1: So you want to just skip to that? yeah yeah that's just as a kid i was always fascinated with the the what what i consider to be the cool looking silver protocol droid that's behind r2 and 3po oh yeah we we see in one shot and then never see again Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not
2: the one that uh we see in other areas like the the sand crawler that speaks Hatties, It's You're not talking about oh. that. I don't know what you're referring to.
3: In,
1: when, when when R2 and 3PO are walking down the hallway of the Tantive four I look this up. there's a silver protocol droid right there. And like he's walking like this and he looks back at him and then keeps going.
2: That is, that is literally a search on Google. Is silver protocol droid a new hope?
1: It's
0: literally <laughs>
2: just silver and it looks like C-3PO. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, we're just yeah talking about it's how Silver, it's silver bestial. is
1: a cool color. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. That's why it role. didn't
2: make an impression on me because it's not interesting.
1: Is there? I mean, oh. maybe it's interesting enough for there to be a, a story in. It's U3PO, in case
2: it. you want to know.
1: U3PO? Yes. U- wow. The right.
2: different color apparently deserves a different designate. Hold on.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, that's I guess that, we're
1: never gonna get through this. <laughs> that's something that's always confused me about droids in Star Wars is they all have. Yeah, wouldn't that be like? They all have It's a protocol kind of droid. Envelope. It has
2: yellow sensors, uh, which I guess means eyes.
1: They all they all have different names. For like the R two series is a series of astromechs, but like, there's not enough names for the amount of droids there are. Like,
0: what you'd think they I would just, just like remember them, them, right? The
2: model, yeah. Well, not the, the individual
1: R2 droid. R two is the series. D two is the unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. Assu- are there? Do they have only a hundred, uh, two hundred and sixty droids made? If they do, A one through ten, B one through ten, or is there like an R two D, three seven three? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. I don't know. That's always confused me. But
2: a lot of things with Star Wars is just like, don't, don't worry, worry about,
1: about it. it. Okay, I'll continue on. Because it's
2: a it's a dumb series
1: but i love it a huge firefight for the time uh ensues in the (laughs) corridors of the rebel ship with many rebel soldiers being lost in the battle with when the smoke clears darth vader uh played by david prowse voiced by james earl jones a man dressed in a black cape black armor and a black helmet that obscures all his features briefly surveys the damage before interrogating the ship's captain antilles who claims that the ship is on a diplomatic mission to the planet alderaan vader perceives that he is lying noting that a consular ship would have an ambassador on board. In actuality, there is a diplomat on board, Princess Leia Organa, but she is hiding from Vader, the second-ranking man in the Empire, which tends to support Vader's thesis that somebody on the ship is up to something. Thanks, IMDb. Upon learning that the plans were not downloaded to the ship's computer, Vader strangles the captain. He then tells the troops to search the entire ship and to bring all the passengers to him alive. You know, we had a lot I... of words for a very short amount of things that happen.
2: A lot of editorializing there.
1: A lot of editorializing.
2: There. <laughs> IMDb insane. is kind of the Wikipedia of film.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyone oh, can
2: put stuff on there.
1: He's not really the second to the emperor because he does not do like any governing.
2: He's his apprentice. He has no all. governing capacity, other than the authority he, he has. Like, he, he's, like
0: he, he he's off doing Tarka.
1: whatever he needs. Does.
0: Yeah, he very much yes, takes second in certain to like, matters, like uh, yes. Master Tarkin or whatever his name is.
1: In like matters of government, I don't think Darth Vader does anything. He's not he like, oh, all this is secret what I, missions this, that he this does. Is what I think about policy no, no I think no. we should
2: tax the the Trade Federation planets.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
2: it's it's worked before.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. Like, what does he?
2: Yeah, what does Darth Vader do? He goes on secret Sith missions. That's yeah, he's like, like. A, he's always off skulking around like and what, killing like, Jedi and getting kyber crystals and stuff. Or in this sure. case, yeah, he's rescuing like, the uh, Death uh, Star
0: headsman, plans. You know? Like you can't. He's just like he's maybe, like he's, uh, he's
1: like the he's like the the head of the secret service. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah he's
1: kind of just you can't Palpatine's touch him muscle but man he's kind of he just yeah he's kind of just a dude
2: it's just some guy
1: <laughs> yeah like I, I, I want the version of the scene where they're around the table in the death star and some guy's like vader what exactly do you do here like are what's your like what's you your, what's your, what, like, what's are, your are you yeah like lieutenant? what's your what's your job description Invaders? vader's like Starts choking
2: the guy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Vader's like, honestly, so yeah, I ask myself that question every day.
2: Whenever he gets yeah, frustrated, he, he just resorts to violence in this movie.
0: <laughs> he
1: didn't even have
0: a seat at the table. Maybe he's maybe, he's there, just, like, maybe on the guy's shoulder.
1: He, since he's in charge of the 501st, he's like a general or something. He's like a military commander. Special I don't know. We're getting too forces, much yeah. into the weeds here. I'm going to keep going. Well,
2: You're going to have to keep us on track. Uh,
1: so for he, the, throws, he throws the guy against the wall.
0: For the he army has, thing went for the battle the big battle or whatever Mm
1: -hmm. uh i i never noticed
0: before but their uh laser pistols have a uh, muzzle flash and i was like what Hmm. yeah it was it was really weird like little purple muzzle flash when they shoot their laser
2: i'm yeah i'm sure they used a lot of practice well obviously they had to use a lot of practical effects little little flash
1: the, the discussion bang. of how exactly blasters work is uh, very debated.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well,
1: like I'm there sure there's that, like there that, that uh... one Battlefront 2 trailer where it showed like a crystal the inside. crystal
2: lighting up. Yeah, the crystal lighting up Battlefront... inside of it. I don't think that's
1: the Battlefront. II. I think
2: that's a fan movie. No, I that watched was that Battlefront... recently.
1: It was, a, it was a trailer for Battlefront 2. Yeah, and it showed like uh... a crystal inside of the blaster. And then people <laughs> were like, that's not how blasters work. And Battlefront Two is like no, we just thought it would look cool. Yeah,
0: thanks EA. We'll look
1: cool in Star Wars. At least I think it was Battlefront Two. If I'm wrong, uh, tell me.
0: <laughs> Sounds like something EA would do.
1: Yeah. Uh, C-3PO and R2D2 manage to escape damage from the firefight. R2D2 meets up with Princess Leia, who loads him with the stolen plans and records a holographic message for the small droid to take to the planet's surface. R2-D2 and C-3PO get away from the ship, aboard an escape pod, and go to the planet below. Imperial troops choose not to destroy the pod, as their scans detect living organisms on board, and presumes it ejected due to a malfunction. Might as well just give me the script, IMDB. Every detail, my goodness. Moments later, the princess is stunned by Imperial troops and taken to Vader. He tells her that the rebels have stolen some secret Imperial plans and transmitted them to her ship. She feigns ignorance and protests to Vader that she is a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to the planet Alderaan, but Vader doesn't believe her and orders her taken away. Vader's adjunct aide. Commander Jir, what? played by Al Lampert, don't worry about it, insists that holding her captive is dangerous, use over captivity would generate sympathy for the rebellion against the Empire. Vader instructs Jur to deceive the Senate Jir. and permanently erase any traits of where- Leia's whereabouts by faking her accidental death. Upon being notified by another officer that an empty escape pod was jettisoned during the firefight, he concludes that the princess hid the stolen plans on the pod. I do not remember him telling the guy to fake her death. But I don't think that's just—it's
2: a real quick line where he says, uh, "Like uh, destroy this and send a mess a distress signal that all oh. of the crew aboard have been
0: killed." Oh yeah, wow. So you, that you can was
2: extrapolate
0: that they're faking the and
1: princess's
2: <laughs> death,
3: as, yeah.
1: as with a lot of George Lucas writing in dialogue yeah. a lot is deeply implied
2: he just assumes you're already on the on the board on on the train
1: you're in we don't have all day
2: i thought it was strange <laughs> that like an, an escape pod jettisons with no life forms and they don't just take a shot at it like why are you i,
0: I would out of boredom
2: why are you letting an escape pod yes. get away like it could be a malfunction but don't you think it's a little convenient
1: This is one of those things that ultimately doesn't matter and can just be chalked up to ignorance that Mm -hmm. um, the greater Star Wars canon has felt the need to over explain about like having to like ration munitions and like it would be considered a waste of a shot to take it down. I did
2: think, yeah, that they would think it was a waste of a shot, but then again, like
1: I just lasers shouldn't that, I have just, a
2: finite supply.
1: They do have a finite supply. Because they're cause made like of a, light. Yeah. Well it's it's a it's a battery that runs down. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I don't know enough about lasers to
1: say that that's wrong, I but believe, it feels wrong. I believe like blasters work with a battery. That's why they have like magazines.
0: You think by now they would have like invented the superconductor and then that wouldn't have been mm-hmm. a problem.
1: They didn't. Um <laughs> And it's also dumb. It's just, it's just, I I just think that the guy's an idiot and he's like, eh, don't worry about it. Eh. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, it it feels more like bureaucracy than like,
2: yeah, like Like you're you're stuck at this job on the bridge.
1: Like he probably doesn't even know that they're there looking for stolen plans. That's mostly a Vader thing. He's just like, yeah, there's there's nothing on it. So
2: he just presses the buttons. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's interesting that they end up landing on. In space around Tatooine, where Luke and Obi Wan both are, purely by happenstance. Not, not by
1: happenstance, because she knows she knows that uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, she yeah. was calling. So did they? There. She, so right. they in,
2: can, intentionally.
1: They were intentionally trying to get the, get to him. Yeah.
2: Right. So they. Yeah. For some reason, I I thought that they had just like been trapped on their way. No. But. Obviously, now that I'm thinking about it, they were trying to get the plans. Yeah, well, Obi Wan.
0: Seeing it from that perspective, that's really irresponsible of Leia. Mm-hmm. Like he's hiding, and she's like, "I'm being chased by this Death Star yeah. or whatever. I'm gonna go to the planet where he's hiding, while I'm being chased."
2: I guess there's no way to contact him because he's a hermit, so she has yeah. to physically ask so, for So she's his like, health. "I'll take,
1: I'll take, yeah, I'll put these droids." In this escape ball put them somewhere down on the planet and then they'll find one person by luck on the <laughs> planet like that's the thing with star wars that irks me a little bit is that star wars boys is like yeah you find the place like you're told to go to a place on this planet and they have no idea where it is and they just find it like
2: I, yeah. I was thinking about that. I don't know that it's that random because R2 didn't have his memory wiped. So he's been on Tatooine before. Wouldn't he have a rough idea yeah, he would. of where to look? Yeah, he would. Like he says, C3PO I don't think is like, I knows what do you that. mean? Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, though, from from the, the episode of Mandalorian, um, where uh, episode one of season two, where he goes mm-hmm. to Tatooine. Gives me the idea that planets in Star Wars are a lot less populated than Earth, and that like when uh, she shows Mando the map of Tatooine, and it's like here's Pogo, here's yeah. Mos, yeah, here's Mos Eisley, here's Mos Espa. My headcanon is that like those are like the only settlements on the planet. It's not. So she's like, showing
2: a map of the world, and like only and, like this everything tiny is within part.
1: like. 100 mile radius or so
0: Mm -hmm. Mm.
2: maybe it's just not
0: that's why it doesn't matter that they're sucking all the moisture out of the clouds
1: yeah maybe
0: because they only have to worry about the one little spot on the planet
1: but like for for stuff like in in the later episode of Mandalorian where he finds the, the Jedi temple thing on Tython and it's like you were told the planet how did you find that on the again planet yeah. yeah. It's just something that bugs me about Star Wars that is just you don't you don't need you don't need to worry don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. If you're told to find one person force. on a planet, you'll be able to find yeah, exactly it's the force. It's the force. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely.
0: R2 D2 use the force to find
1: Luke, like I want I want the, I want the like to find an OB. episode of a show that's like the horror story of landing like crash landing on the side of a planet where there's nobody. <laughs>
2: It's yeah. like an eight-week journey on foot to the next place. Like
1: Yeah, there, there's, there's so one far episode away. of Clone Wars that's kind of like that um, where it's like a little, a little like this tall person and a bunch mm-hmm. of droids. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Let's anyway. go. Anyway. <laughs> C-3PO and R2-D2 land on the desert planet. R2-D2 mentions a mission to deliver some plans. C-3PO is more concerned with staying in one piece long enough to find civilization. The two split up and both are eventually captured by a group of diminutive scavengers called Jawas. The Jawas are junk traders and R2D2 and C-3PO are their newest assets. Meanwhile, a unit of Imperial Sand Troopers find the crash pod and discover droid parts and tracks leading away from the crash site. Yes. They they split up. Um, There's
0: that part where the stormtrooper pops up behind the other stormtrooper and goes, "Joyce"?
1: I was
2: just about to say that. Like, the dumbest thing. Like, they can see the footprints. But he holds up, like, a little washer (laughs) ring. And he's like, ha-ha!
1: Figured it out.
2: (laughs) Call me Sherlock Holmes. Because I found a washer ring.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: It feels like one of those things, like, he probably figured it out, like, 10 minutes after they did. (laughs)
1: Like, we'll, we'll we'll get into this later about... The, like, inherent ineptitude of Stormtroopers across all Star Wars media.
3: Mm -hmm. And my
1: headcanon for that is that when the Empire started, they just wanted, like, a bunch of Stormtroopers. They just needed
2: bodies.
1: They just needed bodies. So, like, they gave them, like, basic training or whatever, gave them a blaster. And, like, if there's enough of them, then the intimidation alone will be enough to get done what needs to get done. But really, it's just like... (laughs) This is, like, Steve from... Naboo or whatever and it's like yeah he didn't graduate high school but he enlisted in the military and they're like okay here's some armor that won't protect you and a blaster that works <laughs> Be a, you're a stormtrooper now
2: it's all about fear right. because the, the armor one is. blaster shot and they're dead yeah. like it's all about having the sameness and just the sheer size and numbers
1: yeah mm-hmm. you, make, you make that many sets of armor um, the quality's going to go down it's quantity not, not quality yeah yeah and like you see like especially like in like mandalorian like a solid thwack to the head with something heavy and it shatters
2: yeah at least yeah. the practical outfits are made out of like a hard plastic yeah i doubt it's much better in, in star wars yeah.
1: <laughs> not really, not really. Like, here's some
0: plastic, don't get shot, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, but but I mean sir, we protect armor... you from the environment. Yeah, like, but mm-hmm. sir, The the armor does not protect against a direct hit. And they're like, then don't get hit, dummy. Come on.
2: <laughs> Just counting on one of them to get that lucky blaster shot to take out the rebel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Who don't wear any armor except those weird helmets that I always thought were dumb as a kid. <laughs> Oh yeah, like the teardrop helmets. helmets.
0: Mm-hmm. It's for it's the so rain. Oh,
1: the rain. Um. Anyway, yeah, Jawas. Jawas. Oh,
2: Utini.
1: Yep, we get Utini.
2: I is, love Jawas. Like so
1: just like
2: they were either that or children. They were mostly I think
1: children. Was... Oh, children. Oh, or yeah. adults. Um, because the the reason for the robes partially was they would have adults like on their knees. Oh. And so their legs would be sticking out behind them, <laughs> although there's one point. is it in this movie? I think it is in this movie when they're in Moss Eisley and there is a Jawa, the height of a human the,
2: when they're doing what? the droid li- the droid lineup there are two who yes, are the droid, it's adult the droid lineup height. that
1: there are two that are just human height. Mm-hmm. That we just we're supposed to forget about I'm just
2: I was looking at like okay, uh, I
0: gotta look this up.
2: They changed that, didn't they. <laughs> Maybe they're, you know, those memes of like, it's been day 38 and they have not noticed me. They've accepted me as one of their own. Like, these are just humans or sand people that have just decided to become Jawas.
1: Yeah, found it. Where is that? I yeah, find it? Yeah, um, let me pull this up. I'll share my screen real quick. Where did you go? This is very so, important. It, 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 it
0: is very important. This is um, top priority.
2: It's gonna have to be a two-parter episode, I'm see. afraid.
0: Holy
1: Yeah, see, they're, I mean, as,
0: they're still short ta- tall-
2: compared to Anthony Daniels. But they're but... as
1: they're like as tall as 3 po yeah.
0: yeah. Significantly taller than the other ones as well. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: We're just supposed to ignore that okay don't worry about it don't worry about it some jawas are really for as tall. much as
2: that goes right in this movie i can overlook so much
0: i mean yeah you we didn't notice it really watching it i know i didn't there's before. also
2: a nostalgia factor i think someone who watched this for the first time may think more critically oh my that. gosh
1: is this canon what um in- the Apparently, is. it may be canon that it's literally two Jawas stacked on top of each <laughs> other. <laughs> what? So that they can more uh-huh. easy communicate with humans.
0: No, 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 that's. Oh, no, that's not. No, There's... that's if not. Anyone canon. would do that.
2: Jawas would do that because they are the size of children they're just two jawas in a trench coat that's
1: that's what reddit has agreed on is oh. that they're two jawas stacked on top i love top how dumb
2: other. star wars is i love it so much
1: oh gosh, okay. there's a like, point i mean if you look at the picture like it, they are kind of awkward looking in the middle midsection
2: <laughs> right around the joint <laughs>
1: Oh George. Or maybe it's three jobs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you think that they got a meeting together and like we're not being taken seriously? We need to look eye to eye with these tall people.
1: <laughs> Bobby, get on my shoulders.
2: <laughs> like they drew straws so it would have to be oh on my gosh. shoulders.
1: Oh, that's so good. Anyway, we're not even <sighs> there yet in the plot. <laughs> oh man. I wonder if it's in wikipedia tall jawa oh, oh my jawa.
0: gosh let's get on McClunky. clunky okay <laughs> this
2: is a two-hour movie
1: the jawas what? traveled the jawas travel to the great Chot salt flat settlement to sell droids and equipment to local homesteaders eventually okay. arriving at the homestead of owen lars played by phil brown a moisture farmer the farmer purchases c-3po for his translation skills as he is fluent in six million forms of communication but initially decides to buy a cheaper utility droid, R5-D4, which breaks down almost immediately after purchase. Eager to deflect accusations of sh- selling shoddy, stolen, merchandise, uh, the Jawas offer R2 as a replacement. Owen accepts and tells his young 18-year-old nephew, Luke Skywalker, Mark, played by Mark Hamill. He's an age. Uh, I didn't know he was 18. Um, I thought he was, like, younger. Uh, to clean them up and put them to work, Luke has plans to meet some friends in the nearby town of Anchorhead, uh, but his plans are put yeah, aside for work. The
2: power converters! Yep.
1: Uh, during the cleanup, uh, I guess there's more towns than just the three. Um, Luke stumbles across a short clip of the message stored by, in R2 by Princess Leia. The message is for someone named Obi-Wan Kenobi and is a desperate plea for help. R2 insists that the message is simply a malfunction, old data, but Luke insists on hearing the complete message, intrigued by Leia's beauty. which mm. R2 then states <laughs> yeah. that if Luke removes his restraining bolts, he might be able to play the rest of the message. Gosh. Luke removes the bolt, but R2 doesn't play the message and claims to not know what Luke is talking about. Luke is called away for dinner, forgetting to replace the bolt, which will keep R2 within the boundaries of the moisture farm, and ask C-3PO to finish cleaning R2. I don't
0: know if that... he forgot to replace the bolt. I think he just didn't.
2: I think that's their excuse, because he just doesn't.
1: He just doesn't.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess he um, assumes an R2 unit can't escape.
1: <laughs> in my notes, I have uh, written down that Luke when he's sarcastically telling C-3PO how he could help, he says, teleport me off this rock, which to my knowledge is the only uh, instance of the term teleport in Star Wars.
2: Not a thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: they <laughs> so haven't like... cracked it.
0: Hmm. That's weird.
1: Teleportation on Wikipedia. Um, okay, apparently Okay, that's not what I meant. Uh, apparently it's a force power nope okay well
2: well that's a whole other can of worms
1: we're not getting into that how about a teleporter okay um okay yep there is no canon instance of teleporting aside from like the night sisters yeah, we're not going again
2: another can, of worms. another
1: can of worms. <laughs> again, like when when like when Owen says that like you know there will be hell to pay, and there's a few instances of like damn and hell being used in Star Wars, but there's never really an explanation for what hell is in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: it could be like saying McClunky, like it could be just it's just
1: just it, like it's just a swear. It doesn't refer to yeah, a place. it doesn't
2: yeah that's yeah. according to the guess, wiki it
1: refers to just an unpleasant afterlife but again like name a religion besides jedi and sith
2: yeah, yeah. i mean if you want to think
1: even those about, don't really even those don't really have an afterlife like or like like a deity
2: norse mythology also has a hell spelled with one l oh. so it's we not like it's hella? exclusive to christianity
1: no
0: But yeah, it's just you don't they don't even speak English in Star Wars and they're still hell like basic. You can't have both worlds here, George.
1: It's just it's figures of speech. No. (laughs) Just
2: Yeah, just a figure. I mean you can't totally separate our reality from
1: making a script
2: in Star Wars.
1: Um then I have written down that uh uh, C-3PO saying that he's not good at telling stories is great unintentional foreshadowing for what happens with him in episode 6.
2: <laughs>
1: Where he, like, he tells, at the, at tells the, the end, he's like, he's the telling Jawas. the story of all of Star Wars to the Ewoks. What?
2: Or, sorry, the Ewoks, not the Jawas. Yeah. Yeah. Small creatures.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, they're like, by, they're, like, by a fire and he's doing sound effects and he's telling the story of Star Wars. Um hmm
3: Okay, it's sure. a, it's just a very forgettable
1: scene. It's retroactive <laughs> foreshadowing, where you have a line that you then make pay off in the future when you didn't intend it to. Yeah. And that. Um,
2: I mean, he didn't have a George didn't have a lot of things planned with this movie. Like he hadn't made Darth Vader Luke's, Luke's father. father. He yeah. didn't make Luke and Leia siblings, which is why there's that weird line about her being beautiful.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> and and the and the the kissing. Happens yeah. in this and in episode uh, five. I mean, I can
2: forgive the one in this movie as being like just for luck, but that's not really a thing that it's
1: still dumb
2: that girls do, at least that I've met. Yeah. And that I um, am
1: one. I have written <laughs> down that R2, despite completely knowing who Luke is and that he can trust him with the message, just can't resist being a little shit to him. I mean, like, oh, that's no, what I message? love.
0: Yeah.
1: R2 is, uh, He's like Pain, Archie just yes. cannot <laughs> resist just messing with Luke. Mm-hmm.
2: He's sassy. He always has been.
1: Um, I mean, I C3PO love,
2: says a line like that. Like he's a little eccentric.
1: I love when he when when he's talking to Owen. Oh yeah, he's this. This is a little later, but um, in, in in the recap, but he says like, "You think that droid might be so- stolen?" He's like, "Oh, what gives you that idea?" And I'm like, "Because everything the Jawas sell is." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean they're. Junkers and there's probably Typically, some they, they, they sell
1: they sell found items in the desert, but like.
2: I mean, to be same. fair, there was no owner around when they found C three PO and R two. Like.
1: It's not. They're droids. On it's not illegal on. Yeah, tattooing. they don't. There's no
0: laws on Tatooine. No, like, I mean it's like wise. if you
2: if you find a cat it's that someone west. had left on vacation from on another country. <laughs> Like, the owner is Captain Antilles who just died on the Taunton 4 in space. Tantive in space. Yeah. Like, they don't have an owner at that point.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So, technically not stolen.
1: Technically. Yeah.
0: Anyway. I didn't know Luke had friends. They were, like, (laughs) talking about... (laughs) Him going off with Wouldn't his think, friends, yeah. and I was like, "What?"
1: Didn't he, like we got, I mean, and when he mentions them going to the academy and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruce says
2: later on that like all of his friends have already gone. Like they've they've gone to college, they have lives and stuff. So like, who is he going to meet at Tashi Station? <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Well,
2: here's here's me and all my friends. They're not in the in the photo.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got his imaginary friends.
2: Probably just the other burnouts that friends. can't get off Tatooine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Jeez,
3: that's
1: just gonna six. go
0: shoot some womp rats and there's friends, <laughs> the ones that you can't shoot.
1: The sort of like Luke the existential nightmare that Star Wars presents of like, it's the sort of like you know small town feeling where you want to get into the city but like, you like are on a planet and leaving the planet planet is extremely small town. it's extremely <laughs> difficult because you have to get on a spaceship
2: yeah
1: and, oh that ugh. that it's is like, a terrifying prospect it's, it's, it's like somewhat claustrophobic feeling of well i guess it would be like, like... like you're stuck on a desert planet and like <laughs> there's so many other better planets out there
0: I guess it would be like parts of Earth like taking a like plane ride, though, right? Yeah,
1: uh, there, there may be. There's probably, yeah. uh, most certainly, parts of Earth that would make you feel like that. That physically mm-hmm. traveling away. I mean, is Star fantastic.
2: Tours is a thing where you you pay like the equivalent of a bus fare and and <laughs> or maybe like like a cross country road trip. I've fare always assumed that
1: Star Tours was incredibly expensive.
2: I could see that. Like one of those Europe trips on a boat, like that level. So like if it takes Maybe. 2000 credits to disappear on the Millennium Falcon to get off normally probably costs like an eighth of that. So it's probably not crazy, but I think it's more that like his duties to his family and the moisture farm and Owen or what makes them feel trapped more than anything?
1: It doesn't say in the wiki how expensive. I don't know.
0: It I is. mean, there's a pretty like. It's, not, it's
2: barely no- canon.
0: It's barely no. canon. Like knowing how much it actually costs to get off is kind of like, it, it's weird because Han doesn't really give them a real answer because he like wanted five thousand originally. But that's only because he owed five thousand to Hut it's not because that's mm-hmm. really going to be worth his time yeah so it was more yeah, like and a he's scam smuggling even...
2: them off world True. and the empire is chasing them so i think it's probably a lot less than 2000
1: credits Yeah. Mm-hmm. i was saying to sarah I'll, I'll just say now so i don't forget when we get to that scene that i'm hoping the obi-wan kenobi show um explains how he's so loaded <laughs> <laughs> that he's he's yeah. been this Herman on tattoo and he's like oh 2000 credits Drop.
0: Well they sold the uh
1: they did sell the speeder. Yeah. I that don't think that. they
2: got a ton from that. Like he holds like it. three coins in his hand. But
1: the I could also Wars, see that chasing.
2: that Obi-Wan emptied literally everything he had because he knew he was probably gonna die.
1: Stole a bunch of crap from the Jedi Temple on his way out. <laughs> when, when, when they're I, when they're like going in and they're like changing the holocron message to Um, Mm -hmm. not let the jedi you know fall into the trap on their way out they just stop by the treasury and just like just scoop a bunch of money take some money bags yeah just take some money bags with them uh logan uh, Cameron's left us
2: good thing he wasn't there for that
0: (laughs) um i mean no he had his headphones on the whole time the
2: jedi never really
0: what i have my headphones off oh
2: as far as i could tell the jedi Never really had any money of their own. They were kind of like given maybe a little money
1: to live on. I always assumed yeah. that they were super rich.
0: Yeah, I always assumed at least at least some of them had a lot of money. Yeah, like Obi Wan definitely didn't pass me as somebody who was like poor in any anyway.
2: I mean, his boots in the prequels—they oh, yeah. remind <laughs> me, they remind me of Luke's Chanel boots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Luke. I mean, Luke literally had Chanel boots. <laughs> 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 um anyway uh, during dinner uh luke tells his aunt and uncle that the droids may belong to someone called obi-wan kenobi the news greatly disturbs uncle owen but he won't say why luke asks because obi-wan is possibly related to a hermit named ben kenobi who lives several miles away in the dune sea area a vast train of sandy and rocky canyons yeah. owen claims that ben is just a crazy old man and that obi-wan is dead Owen makes a comment, which seems to indicate that Obi-Wan Kenobi knew Luke's long-deceased father, Anakin, but when Luke presses Owen for details, his uncle quickly changes the subject and instructs Luke to erase the droid's memories for the next morning. Luke, who hopes to leave home for training at the nearby Imperial Military Academy to become a space pilot, leaves the room angrily to return to cleaning the droids. Luke's Aunt Beru, played by Shelley Fraser, uh, tells Owen that Luke is too much like his father to remain with them, but Owen holds out hope that Luke's desire for adventure will subside, and expresses a fear that Luke is too much like his father, suggesting that Owen may know something of Anakin's terrible past. IMDb, we know. <laughs> of course he does. That's not subtext.
2: <laughs> I looked it up. It's Sheila. Uh,
1: Sheila? Sheila? Oh, it's like an what? Irish spelling.
2: It's an Irish spelling of Sheila. Or oh. Sheila. You can say She-lag, but it's Sheila.
1: Okay, cool. She-lag. She and then Fraser.
2: Fraser.
1: Um, I love the conjecture that IMDb is going. Like, yeah. Even though in this hint, hint, movie, guys, I love, although I love in Bruce, the making of In the like, making of this movie, his dad was not a bad person.
2: Right, yeah. I love the the look that, that Baru gives Owen when the topic of uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin comes up. Like, like, are you gonna say anything? We both know. <laughs> are we gonna like obviously they already like come come to a compromise and she probably wants to tell him but won't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Baru, just just say
1: it. <laughs> Luke Luke has been lied to everybody in his life to this point. And it, I don't know like I, I, can, I, don't I know see how... Owens
2: I can understand why he would want to protect Luke from following in Anakin's footsteps but he's
1: wrong <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he's wrong
0: also at one point they don't so when he's talking about this he doesn't like exactly call him uh, an old man the, the quote is like that wizard's just an old man and I was like wizard hold on
1: Wizard. Yeah, so the the only other one of the uh, only other times that the word wizard comes up is in episode one, where it's um, used as an exclamation, like awesome, where, where one of the kids is like that, that little slave t- Annie.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So if I, that's I the meaning, also... that he's like.
2: That's the thing, little British So So the translation
1: that translation would be like, oh, he's just that totally rad old man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'm pretty sure they call. Super cool. They call uh, Obi Wan like a sorcerer at one point. They um, mm-hmm.
1: they call Darth Vader a sorcerer.
0: Sort yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Which is like, hold on.
2: Like the Jedi are seen as like these mystical.
1: And in Mandalorian, people. they're called sorcerers as well. Oh, yeah. really?
2: A race yeah. of ancient sorcerers, like so they see the Force and like all this stuff as being mystical and secretive.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm interesting and then, like in the the night sisters are called witches so we've got witches and wizards oh, and sorcerers. they use magic okay. the night yeah they use they don't use the force they use magic and even other jedi call it magic so
0: which doesn't make any sense to me at all
1: because it's because it's, it's green <laughs> green, flame. green flame
0: sure anyway, okay
1: after dinner luke discovers the r2d2 has escaped to find obi-wan kenobi Luke tells Threepio that it's too late to look for R2 because of the dangerous sand people, also called Tusken Raiders, in the area. And that he will set out first thing in the morning to go look for him. Hopefully before Owen discovers that due to Luke's negligence, his newest investment has disappeared. Thanks, IMDB. Yes, um,
2: we can extrapolate that too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like, I'm don't miss going. anything of the subtext
1: at all. The following morning, Luke and Threepio set out in Luke's land speeder to find novelty. R2. They locate him on the scanner and catch up with him. As soon as they find him, R2 informs them that his own scanner is picking up several creatures closing in on them. Luke fears the sand people have found them and confirms it using his set of binoculars. One ambushes them, hitting yeah. Luke over the head and knocking One him runs. unconscious. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so stupid. C-3PO <laughs> goes tumbling down the side of a sand dune, which is hilarious. R2 runs and hides.
0: Now, that's not totally accurate.
1: No, it's not. So
0: when he when they find out that the the Tuscan raiders are coming, looks like, oh really? Let's go check it out. And then they like go up the hill and he's like, hey, look, they really are there. And then he gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he sees I,
1: the Banthas. Yeah. It's a it's a tactic that they do a couple times in the Mandalorian where they will just use the Bantha as a distraction while like a couple others are just like right there.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so you you have the, have the person run.
2: like see the threat and like focus on that so you can sneak up behind them. Yeah. Distraction. Yeah. Also, can we talk about Luke deciding like Luke, the pilot Luke deciding to have C3PO drive? Like when <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, when they're chasing so after every time I watch this movie, I'm like, and when he's like, step on it, 3PO, I'm like, why is C three PO driving? <laughs> this is like C-3PO a is grandpa a old, and also yeah, a old. cop. And also like your etiquette teacher there's,
1: there's that one part where he's where where, where r2 calls him and uh, calls him like a an mad old philosopher or something
2: i mean he's literally a protocol droid he is like an etiquette
1: manners and stuff yeah person.
2: yeah so he's not gonna speed <laughs> like luke oh i thought you were trying not to get in trouble why are you not trying <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and he's, uh, he's not allowed to impersonate a deity or speak Sith. Those are the two rules. Those are the two rules.
2: <laughs> Anakin, little slave Anakin, was like, I'm giving you two oh, rules.
1: Oh, yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> but like, unlike most fans, I feel like both are equally <gasps> stupid. So it's fine.
2: I mean, this is like a nine-year-old I building know, I, a I, robot. I, I, tr- like... I try
1: not to talk about the sequels because I know it's divisive, but when people were whining about him not being allowed to speak Sith, while he was also not allowed to pretend to be a god in episode six, I'm like, it's, just, it's the same it's thing.
2: A, si- a nine-year-old built him. N- <laughs> like, yeah, what do you also, expect? Like,
1: also, like, he it's not, it's not, he wasn't programmed not to. It's, like, illegal.
2: Yeah, he d- so. he used parts to make... It's like, like a protocol brain so he didn't have it's, to it's like how in every, every it's like how every
1: tv is required to have a v-chip installed mm. every dro- that's probably
0: every what it was these, yeah every, he every that makes sense in them.
1: Mm-hmm. there you go fans
2: there must be yeah, some fans. precedent for Think droids through this stuff <laughs> for droids <laughs> pretending to be gods that that had to be added <laughs> to, to be. the chip <laughs> like we've had enough uh, protocol droids going on to undiscovered I, planets we, we gotta stop this yeah maybe
1: maybe babu freak also turned off his uh inhibition <laughs> to pretend to be a deity and that becomes he like goes, a real it becomes like a real problem after episode nine That <laughs> he's constantly he's like what if i pretend to be a god and like 3po why is this a thing now anyway <laughs> um after stealing some parts off Luke's speeder, the Sand People are frightened away by the sound of a vicious beast. Um, I'm a weird you, noise. You could have, you could have editorial. This is the one time you didn't editorialize. It's the sound of a cray <laughs> dragon. Thanks, IMDb. Um, oh,
2: is it? I was it is, wondering because yeah. it's like this crazy noise he makes.
1: Yeah, and uh, for the cray dragon and Mandalorian, they actually sampled. Um, or at least it sounds like they sampled this. Um, the Sand That's People are frightened so away. Um, the sound comes from a mysterious hooded figure the figure checks on luke and who takes his hood off to reveal his features he is an old bearded man who gently touches luke's forehead luke quickly comes to and recognizes the man as ben kenobi played by alec guinness uh, who did not want to be there luke tells the man that this, his droid <laughs> claims to belong to an obi wan kenobi this knowledge startles the old man who reveals with a look of ancient mystery on his face <laughs> He is Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi, but that he hasn't gone by that name in many uh, years. After rescuing C three PO, they go to Obi Wan's home to discuss the matter. I can
0: just imagine Obi Wan like just like turning up the volume on his tape deck and then just like hit and going <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know of how he makes ancient
1: mystery on his face.
2: I mean, it's sort I think of that
1: PTSD would more be the word I would use for it. Yeah. Want to say Alec didn't? Guinness <laughs> inserts a lot of that that probably wasn't in the script. Like especially when he's talking about Anakin and stuff. Like when he mm-hmm. hears Obi Wan like said out loud, he just immediately instantly goes like, <laughs> "Yeah, how dare you say yeah, that!" Same? Starts having really bad flashbacks. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, if you watch that, like imagining that that's what he was going for, there's it makes some, it a lot more interesting some great of a character. Fan edits
1: of like scenes from episodes like one two and three in there of mm-hmm. like what he's thinking about like eh, poor old man uh c-3po being buried in sand is funny especially since he just had an oil bath i know yeah. and
2: he he's so dramatic he's like no go on without me <laughs> <laughs> i've been mildly inconvenienced I mean does he lose his arm like he has a lot of exposed wiring but I don't think he actually loses no. his arm at that yeah, point. he
1: loses his arm he loses well everything in episode yeah, five
2: he he does um but like there's it's kind of off screen but yeah he's he looks back to normal when he's in Ben's home so
1: yeah, yeah. I fix him up get all get all that dust and stuff out of him
2: he does have a ridiculous sense of duty to his new master. Like he's immediately like,
1: he's a sucker. I'll give my
2: life for you.
1: <laughs> he- <laughs> Please don't deactivate me.
2: Yeah, the self-preservation is another interesting thing with C-3PO.
1: Yeah, like imagine living in fear that um, your memory can just be erased if you mouth off to your boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can just be like, okay, and you don't remember anything.
2: Yeah, you lose a lot of your personality, maybe. There Certainly that,
1: some parts of your personality. There is the debate of whether droids are alive or not. Which I thought that I had an explanation for, but I, I, I just remembered that that's actually from Fallout 4. The explanation, <laughs> uh, not from Star Wars. The, well, like the, the reasoning, I guess it kind of translates like, the reasoning in Fallout 4 that the synths are alive is... Um, the one that starts like the pirate town that mm-hmm. he was wiped of his memory and then set off on his own. And he chose to be like a complete dirt bag without any exterior motivation, which like mm-hmm. wasn't in his original programming and wasn't in what any of his influences, like influences gave to him. And I, the feel like world Troids... of...
0: I feel like the world of Fallout 4 influenced him to become a dirt bag.
1: That might be. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is truth yeah. true. Outside influences. Although, yeah, I I go with the subscription that they're alive, but droids and okay. Star
2: Wars. <laughs> I mean, an AI can be programmed to seem personable. They
1: do definitely make personal choices.
2: I mean, yeah, but especially are
1: too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a discussion I yeah. don't want to have. Are droids alive no, or not? No. That's,
2: that's, we're dip, dipping our toes in philosophy. Think An- I think, like,
1: Anakin definitely thought they were by, like, the way he treated 3PO and R2. Mm-hmm. Um, But certainly a lot of people don't. I'm okay. I just, I don't want to think about it anymore. It's too okay. much. Uh, <laughs> at Obi Wan's home, Luke, Luke learns that Obi Wan knew Anakin and that they were both Jedi Knights of the Old Republic and veterans of the Talked about Clone Wars. Luke had been told by his uncle that his father was a navigator on a spice raider. Owen had been, we're still on Tatooine, it's been an hour. Owen had been (laughs) trying to protect Luke from the truth about his father, or perhaps simply trying to keep him safe. Note, it's not clear that Owen knows the truth about Luke's father, other than that he was killed in a dangerous line of duty. Shut up, IMDb. Obi Wan then produces Anakin's lightsaber and energy sword, which was the chosen weapon of the Jedi Knights. He seems to have kept it safe for some time. He gave his weapon to Luke, saying that Anakin wanted him to have it when he was old enough. But Owen would have wanted, would have had none of it. Obi Wan explains that a Jedi receives his power from the Force, and energy field. Uh, skipping forward, but there is a dark side of the Force. Blah blah blah. Young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was once a pupil of Obi Wan, seduced by the dark side, betrayed and murdered Anakin, became the Dark Lord of the Sith, uh, feared enforcer of the Emperor. In this capacity, he proceeded to hunt down his former comrades in the Jedi Order, that is all but now extinct. I have a note that um
2: oh
3: yeah
1: after Obi-Wan finishes telling Luke all of this BS, essentially, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. R2 like makes a bunch of loud, rapid fire beeps, which then like directs him to like, oh let's take a look at this message. My headcanon is that He finishes talking, and Archie's like, "That is
2: not what happened, and you know it." He's like cussing him out.
1: He's like cussing like, him out exactly, because like he finishes like, "Oh yes, that is what happened." Archie's like,
2: "Like, don't shout him from the truth, like, Obi like, Wan." I,
1: I, we both were there, and that is you are full of it. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> let's let's see what this message is about." Huh? And he And just changes the subject. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I checked. They, We're uh... about 34 uh, minutes into the movie. Oh. So this uh, pattern up, it will only take us...
1: Shut up. Okay, let's, let's not waste four time hours. figuring out how much time it's going to take to
2: do this, okay? <laughs> I will, Please. I will cancel plans for the evening, and we'll be here all night.
0: Let me see four hours, though.
1: We've no, had no like we've we've oh, gone okay. like close. To, we've gone close to three hours on a podcast before. It's fine. Really? Yeah. Um. Any 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 Just thoughts to for this that. section? Don't worry about it.
0: Come oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh,
2: head empty. Um, I mean,
0: it's it's uneventful.
2: He tries. He tries to say it. I mean, obviously, it's this is in George.
1: All, yeah. yeah was in all going reality, plan, but... this is what this was the truth.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, at that point. In and then later he had writing. to come up
1: with why it was a creative lie, <laughs> which is what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, 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 it works.
1: Um, A lot of good subtle acting by Alec Guinness again.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's before this, he was, and after, he's known for like Shakespearean, like really.
1: I mean, after he was known for this mm. and only this. Must be yeah, real. Yeah, annoyed him <laughs> because he oh yeah, like he's, a
2: classically trained actor
1: he was he was smart for two reasons one he thought that this was incredibly stupid of a movie and two he knew that everyone else would love it so he like negotiated for like one percent of all profits or something yeah instead of instead
2: of like a salary he just did yeah so he, he was, was like
1: one percent of everything set forward.
2: and they i mean the choice for ally guinness was probably worth that because he does such a good job
1: yeah Mm -hmm. he does he does a great job um yeah let's go let's keep going let's go let's go let's go go. Uh, obi-wan cannot hope to undertake such a mission alone due to his advanced age his advanced age of being like in his 50s 50s,
2: yeah (laughs) i'm i'm trying to think how old obi-wan was probably in his 30s
1: um no, yeah. Anakin. Anakin uh, dies when he's forty-two, or forty-three. What? Yeah, yeah. When he's oh, in, in episode oh. in episode six. Oh, okay. In episode was... six. Darth Vader is in his early forties, so again is well,
3: so probably he, then. So Obi Wan can't.
1: Yeah, he'd be in his sixties. Because um,
2: he was at least like twenty. Yeah. When he um, met Anakin.
1: Yeah, and then he aged really poorly. Uh, so he tells Luke that he should learn the ways of the Force and accompany him to Alderaan. Luke is adamant that he can't go and that he must stay on Tatooine and help his uncle. Obi Wan counters that the rebellion needs Luke's help and that the young woman mentioned in the message needs Luke's help. Yeah, he, uh, did, okay. yep. though uh, he, she has not mentioned any personal request for help. They decide. Yeah, she dies. Uh, yeah. Shut up, IMDb. She literally says, "You are my I only." I need your help.
2: help in the rebellion.
1: Yeah, they decide we to go to my the uh, city of Anchorhead so that Obi-Wan can look for so that Obi-Wan can book a transport to Mos Eisley spaceport.
0: No.
2: I think they skipped they just that go straight. in the movie. No,
0: Luke said he would take him as far as Anchorhead Head. when he didn't want to go and then he wanted to go and then they went all the way to Mos Eisley.
1: Right. This is the part of the show where we critique IMDB synopsis and I i for one, am <laughs> keeping it because it's fun.
2: <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. And sometimes there's uh, user
2: 81297 should have done their job.
1: Yeah. If it doesn't, if it does, the worst part is if it doesn't say the username, then it was done like by IMDb. Yeah.
2: Well, they're just
1: doing their best. Yeah, they go there. Um, Wretched Hive is coming, villainy, blah, 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 blah. You're Um, skipping
2: Cameron's background.
1: Oh, yeah, that happens.
2: It's really sad, but it's also very convenient for the plot that Luke has no qualms to leave now.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, I have nothing left.
1: Let's go, <laughs> join George, George Lucas is looking at the hero's journey outline and it's like, rejects the call to action, accepts it. Hmm. How can we make Let's this as short as possible? Let's kill his hang <laughs> Let's take a yeah. flamethrower to his Like seeing
2: Like, seeing Owen and Brew in the prequels made me really love them. Even like Owen is a bit of a pain in the butt in this movie, and yeah. they just get k- killed so brutally and quickly. Like their skeletons, you like it zooms in, which as a kid was just a one of the two fun sights in this movie. I don't Heather remember being the that arm.
1: as a kid. I feel like I just well, I just didn't notice the skeletons as a kid. I mm-hmm. was like looking like to the left. At there's the a building.
2: lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like ash and stuff there's it's, a lot
1: of visual unless you're looking in for scene. it yeah. I, it definitely wasn't until i was like an adult that i looked that's like, probably
2: for the oh, best because you, you might, might not body. have liked star wars
1: um i mean i like lord of the rings at the same age so
2: true oh. you wouldn't watch ghost and mr chicken
0: but and that's, that's a scary just, movie
2: it's not <laughs> there is one scene with shears with blood coming out of a painting down I don't
0: I had I a remember weird that double being standard as a kid. I, to,
1: I had a weird double standard as a kid to what I considered scary.
2: Yeah. There's a lot
1: of like throwing a bunch of severed heads out of a scary. catapult in return of the king. I'd be like, ooh, that's bad. But like um
3: Suspense, the, I think.
1: The the, the blood stained keyboard and Ghost and Mr. Chicken was terrifying. Pretty huh.
2: scary. Yeah. I don't Sorry, I, I distracted us. <laughs>
1: I anyway, so, think Cantina. No, we're not there yet, actually. No? no Well, you schmuck. were.
2: And then I backed this uh, up.
1: Meanwhile.
2: Oh, <laughs> right, the junk.
1: No, the... we go to the we go to the star destroyer. Then we go to Mos Eisley. Uh, right. Meanwhile, the Devastator has docked at the Death Star, a gargantuan space station resembling the small moon. Vader rendezvous with Grand Moff Wilhof Tarkin, played by Peter Cushing, <laughs> high-ranking governor of the Imperial Outland regions, and they enter a conference room where they meet the station's command triumvirate leaders. Get ready for all their names in a high-level uh, conference. Admiral Antonio Motti, played by Richard Le. <laughs> Hermentier. <laughs> uh, High General Cassio Tag, played by Don Henderson and Chief Officer Modramin Bast, played by Leslie Schofield, um, among Leslie. other Imperial officers. As the Triumvirs argue about the best way to exploit their newest technological terror, Tarkin tells them that the Empire decided to dissolve the Imperial Senate, giving full control of the galaxy star systems to each of the regional governors under him and the Death Star to intimidate all of the Empire star systems into submission, suggesting that fear of the fear of force is preferable to its actual use. Don't, 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 INDB, don't, don't be an empire apologist, please. Um, Admiral Mahdi is extremely confident in the new space station, calling it the ultimate power in the universe. However, General Tag is adamant that the Death Star is not invincible, and the rebels will figure this out if they have a chance to read it its schematics. Vader tells them that the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force, Mahdi callously mocks vader's jedi heritage noting that the force has not helped him recover the stolen schematics or pinpoint the rebellious headquarters angered vader uses the force to strangle him until tarkus orders him to stand down like a literal child the commanders decide to focus on interrogating leia until she gives up the location of the rebel headquarters they will then use the death Star to destroy it killing two birds with one stone
2: okay so Vader is so juvenile in the moment. They're talking about the Death Star, and he's like, "Well, it's not as good as the dark side." side
1: And then the the guy gives him an an admittedly sick burn. Yeah. And then he's like, "Take it back." (laughs) Just choke you out. Take it back. (laughs) Say uncle. I mean,
2: all of the prequels and this prove that just (laughs) he.
0: That is his. He was a little uh, stunted
2: move. in his emotional growth.
1: <laughs> Understandably, yeah, and
2: just resorts to aggressive negotiations.
1: <laughs> and even like, that Leia, like, insults him. Be like, "Oh, I knew someone had to be pulling Vader's leash," and Vader standing behind him, like,
0: "Yeah,
2: <laughs> asking me, but I'm frowning. <laughs> but I don't, I don't
1: have a, don't have a leash." I do, I do what I want.
2: Okay. You see, I go lightsaber. I could use the force.
1: I do what I want. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, nobody's my boss. Except... Palpatine.
2: up planets? I could blow blob a pen if you I wanted the to. The force. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is funny, because the Death Star is like powered by kyber crystals, which are like force Literally
2: stuff. the force. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's in Rogue One. Mm. So uh-huh. if, you that's why it, up. if you think about it, if you think about it, if you think about it too much, it's really stupid. Because if you think about it, the Death Star is just like turning a giant lightsaber on, pointed towards a planet.
2: That's literally it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Which is so silly, but I love it. But for some, but somehow miniaturized Death Star tech is dumb as well. Guess what? It's all dumb. Yeah. As a Star Wars. It's Star Wars, it's all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 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 as Luke and his companions travel to Anchorhead, not Anchorhead.
3: Mas Mas Isley. Mas Isley.
1: Uh, they find the jaw with sand crawler completely oh, actually never mind i was wrong they're traveling to Anchorhead. they find the jaw was okay. completely destroyed with all the jaw was slaughtered oh we jumped ahead although do they have victims I, I of the jumped, sand people i take yeah, full responsibility did. for Obi-Wan that one recognizes signs mentioned like, oh. Oh. stormtroopers Luke realizes that the only reason Imperial troops would kill Jawas is because they are looking for the droids, which escaped the battle, and he races home over Obi-Wan's objections that he is likely to drink his own life, hoping to warn Owen and Peru. However, Luke is too late. The Imperials have apparently come and gone, burned the homestead, and killed his aunt and uncle. Luke returns to Obi-Wan, who quiz used the opportunity afforded by Luke's trip, accorded to accord the massacre Jawas a measure of dignity by burning them all in a pile, saying that with no reason to remain, he it's wants to go with him pie. to Alderaan. Yeah, it's a Jedi thing. More importantly, he declares his wish to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like uh, his father once was. Though I will say, oh, it might have been Obi-Wan's idea, but he was making C-3PO pick up all the bodies and put them into yeah. the burn pile. <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah. what's for these bodies? The C-3PO, do it. C-3PO, go pick up. You're
1: them a protocol up. droid. This
2: is standard <laughs> protocol. <laughs> like,
3: I'm too yeah, I mean, it's a burn pile.
2: It's, it's not really anything more than that, but it's better than having their bodies just laid out on the sand. And he's like cleaned up all of the debris as well. Like it's a much nicer
1: crime scene. I think it's a nice touch. Yeah, just uh, being his contemplative Jedi self.
0: As he makes CP through do all the work. (laughs) Sits there and watches. Yeah. Clean up the mess.
1: Anyway. Hurry, Um, Luke's going to be back soon. Since we've already talked about the deaths, we'll we'll continue on. Uh still... Obi Wan and the two. What what you have something to say? Nothing.
2: No, I was just gonna make fun <coughs> okay. of you. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: Luke Obi Wan and the two droids now travel to Moss Eisley, the spaceport and capital city of Tatooine, before entering the city. Obi Wan warns Luke of the droids. Uh, Moss Eisley is a hotbed of crime and near lawlessness. Luke assures Obi Wan that he knows how to handle himself in a fight. <coughs> which doesn't sure uh, upon entering sure you do sure you do, buddy upon entering the spaceport they are approached by imperial Little troops point. at a roadblock asking questions about the two droids they have with them obi-wan appears to in- induce a trance-like state in the lead guard persuading him that these are not the droids they are looking for when luke is puzzled by the ease of their passage obi-wan explains that the Force can have a strong influence on the weak-minded
2: it's a dead eye mind trick it's not a trance
1: it's a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, that was weird. Could but- it be
2: could it be called cool a trance? I, I don't Maybe. like how
1: gamified it is when you call it a Jedi mind trick. Because the force is more esoteric than you do you press B to mind trick. Mm-hmm. Or you force push or you force pull yes. or you force I, jump or you force run. Yeah. That's I mean, one thing yeah. I would say is that um the the only thing that has ruined the force is video games. Because it makes people think they know that the force can be categorized, so that whenever something introduces quantified, a new, quantified, yeah. So whenever anything introduces not a new force power, but just something different that the force is used for, people lose their minds. That like, like that's that's like not a force, force power. Force healing, yeah, like force healing, even which though that has literally th- is a thing. In happens
2: movies. in this movie. Doesn't it. Yes, Obi Wan. Cool revives luke after being knocked out by the Mm -hmm. sand raiders Mm -hmm. which i consider to be force healing because he just he does he does this little thing regardless
1: regardless force heal there's there's no such thing as force powers to me like
2: yeah i mean i think it's been explained in some star wars media that people who use a force channel the energy because they talk about it being the general the energy around i would
1: would accept it to be like an in-universe thing of the jedi limiting themselves by classifying it as force powers like Mm -hmm. why did no one ever force heal because they didn't think that it was a thing you could do so they didn't do it like how there's that whole debate in harry potter that you don't actually need a wand (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that that's just you limiting yourself and that
2: i mean there's a whole conspiracy about yeah, there's like that, the whole conspiracy. government makes you have a wand non-wand they wand magic is illegal they,
1: they tell you the different spells that you can do but re- but when they before they get the wand they're able to just do weird esoteric stuff with mm-hmm. magic i say the same thing with the force like you can do pretty much anything with it if you have the faith or belief or whatever but or the like, higher m count the jedi quantify it as like okay a kids in class today we're gonna learn how to force jump
0: Yay! Mm-hmm. You bend your legs and then you push up.
2: That's literally go a tutorial. You off the ground. Yeah. Force jumping.
0: Oh man!
1: <laughs> or in episode <laughs> one when they force run for that one shot and are just like, what? It's in it's in one shot in Phantom Menace where they're getting shot out by the droidikas on in the like the opening scenes and mm-hmm. they just go like, <laughs> Off oh, okay. It's so dumb. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my thoughts on the Force. Um,
2: Star Wars. Adobe so where Flash. are we? Are we in the cantina now? Who
1: yeah, we to uninstall Adobe Flash Player.
0: Mm, yeah, I should do that.
2: Yeah, it's here we go.
1: Um, at the Mops Eisley Cantina, Luke gets into a scaffold with two criminals, yeah. a deformed human named Dr. Evazan and his alien companion, Ponda Baba, who threatened to kill him. When one of the creatures pulls a gun on Kenobi, the old Jedi Knight defends himself with his lightsaber, slashing out the creature's gun arm before it can shoot. Moments later, they meet smuggler Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford, Captain of the landing Falcon, and his first mate Chewbacca, played by Peter Mayhew, a seven-foot-tall, two-hundred-year-old Wookiee. Upon learning that Obi-Wan and Luke are trying to avoid Imperial capture, Captain Solo gives his price at ten thousand credits for the trip. Luke balks at that price, stating that they could almost buy their own ship for that, which is true. But Han is so du- is dubious that they could fly it for themselves. Obi-Wan I tells Solo,
2: "On my <laughs> ship."
1: Obi-Wan tells Solo that they will pay him 2,000 credits now and 15,000 more once they reach Alderaan. Han agrees. And then they fly into the stars. Yeah, it's a scene. Um, I'm going to keep going. After Luke and Obi-Wan okay. leave, Han tells Chewbacca that 17,000 credits were still on Tatooine. Could really save his neck as Chewbacca leaves to make pre-flight preparations. Han hangs back to take care of their bar tab and is stalked by Greedo played by Maria de Aragon and Paul Blake a bounty hunter working for Fear Crime Lord. Oh my gosh, really? Jabba Desilijic Tiure, a.k.a. Jabba the Hunt.
0: <laughs> Apparently what?
1: sometime earlier, That's Jabba a, had hired literally. Han to transport a shipment of Glitter stem Spice, an illegal narcotic, but Han had to dump the Where? shipment to do an unexpected Imperial boarding. As Greedo points a blaster pistol at Solo and forces him toward the secluded section of the bar, Han insists that he has the 8,000 credits. He needs to cover the loss. He only needs 8,000? Greedo suggests that Solo give it to him as a bribe not to turn over to Jabba, forcing Han to admit he doesn't actually have the money yet, realizing that Greedo will either turn him over to Jabba or kill him for the bounty that Jabba has placed on him. Solo quietly removes his heavy pistol under the table and when Greedo admits that he would just as soon see him dead as alive, Solo preemptively fires and kills him on his way out. Han throws the bartender a few coins apologizing for the mess he left. Um, McClunky, Han shot first whatever yeah um, it's an iconic really anything, scene there's nothing new to say about this
2: no yeah. well, movie lots of time. lots of crazy uh creature designs in here some that we see nope, still bad uh later in the series some that we never see again yeah um
1: looks like someone rated a uh spirit halloween yeah kind of. <laughs> especially yeah. the devaronian
2: I don't, yeah, the the Deveronian, the devil guy I don't understand why the guy with the strange nose picks a fight with Luke, he just probably sees this fresh-faced young boy and is like I feel like killing today Yeah? (laughs) Like, I don't know why that that happens except to establish that it's a violent and dangerous place
0: That's probably it That's probably as far as George thought He was like, whatever
2: Like I don't like you It's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm going to cut you up. Like, I'm going (laughs) to kill you right now. I just need to have some violence in my life. Like, yeah, just because his
1: friend doesn't like him.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And that shot of the arm has always stuck with me as just like, like, like morbid curiosity.
1: Yeah, I know what you're about to say. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. Lightsabers cauterize wounds, except for this one time
0: yeah
2: well maybe he's just a bleeder
0: <laughs> anakin's like not a bleeder it cauterized... he doesn't bleed
2: like used, it cauterized but then the, the the trauma fo- made it blood he
1: used the force to make it not cauterized mm. or he uh. cut through it really fast
2: no, it it's just such fast. a great prop that I will ignore the fact that it did not cauterize. Obi
1: Wan
0: cut off his arm and then pulled the blood out of his body so that it bled.
2: Yes, blood magic. <laughs> That's all. I just one of my favorite shots of Star Wars for some reason is just that, like the zoom in on the on the arm on the floor.
1: It's fun. It's fun. Hmm. So yeah. <laughs>
2: No, I, I was saying continue. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs>
1: Thank you. At the docking <laughs> bay, Han is confronted by Jabba the Hutt and several other associates. Jabba expresses frustration over Kredo's death and reminds Han of the nature of their business. He cannot make any exceptions of those who fell across him, lest he appear weak. Han insists that he will soon have enough money to pay off his debt. With interest, he just needs more time. Jabba reluctantly agrees, but warns Han that this is his last chance. This scene is Dumb. I yeah. actually
2: kind of liked it because I, I like the scene. I watched the hey, old Java. versions a lot, and this was cut Not because they couldn't make Jabba work.
1: It was. I it like was, it. It was like I think it was more cut for time, and then because when really? they filmed it, Jabba was a human. He was. He was just. He was uh, just a dude.
2: So they replaced it. Oh so yeah, that's why
1: mm. it looks super weird when Han walks behind him; that he has to walk over him. Because in the original shot, he just walks behind him.
2: Oh, interesting. No, I, I was pleasantly like, oh, this is fun. I haven't seen this before. Or I've seen it like once before.
1: What I would have done in that chance, in that situation, is not had him walk behind him. But instead, make it look like it's a cut to like a, a medium shot of just Han. And then change mm-hmm. the background so it looks like he's walking around him like that instead of walking behind him.
2: Yeah, I I didn't even notice. Um, That's what I would have done.
1: But I'm not a movie person. Or George Lucas. You didn't think it looked weird when he he walks on top of Jabba? I was
2: half paying attention.
0: I think the whole scene looked weird.
1: Yeah. Jabba's not as big as he is in episode 6.
0: All the interaction between Han and Jabba just didn't
1: look right.
2: I think the fact that they melded The film from the 70s with CG. They did. I think they did as good as they could have done.
1: I think they could have done better. But the thing that really irks me is when everyone's Uh leaving, Boba Fett walks and then he stops and then he looks at the camera. And I swear under that helmet, he winks.
2: Yeah, he's like, Oh, look. He's like, I didn't see you there. I'm Boba Fett. You're gonna see me later.
1: Hi. (laughs) Me
2: <laughs> you know who it's, I am, huh?
1: I swear under that helmet, he's winking. And it, <laughs> yeah, ew, it, it fills me with so much energy. It's so
2: cheeky for no reason. <laughs> he looks at the
1: camera. You know yeah. what kids love?
2: but he is not to be Boba found Fett. in Star Wars.
1: No, not really. Uh, Luke sells his <laughs> landspader to raise money for their initial payment to Captain Solo. They head to the docking bay. the are money and Falcon is being prepared for flight. Luke is somewhat perturbed to discover that this Falcon is a 60 year old run down YT 1300 freighter. Bahan assures them that he has made extensive modifications to assure that she can run rings around any modern capital ship. Meanwhile, Imperial troops believe they are hot on the trail of the two droids when a local informant tells them that the whereabouts of the fugitives after recognizing Luke and Obi Wan. Yep. Uh, yeah. no yep, sooner yep, do yep, Luke yep, Obi-Wan yep. yeah just say yep if I can just keep going uh, <laughs> no sooner do Luke Obi-Wan and the droids board the Millennium Falcon than the Imperial troops come running into the docking bay hoping to arrest Luke and Obi-Wan to capture the droids the troops fire at Solo and the Falcon but the ship manages to escape once they clear the planet they are immediately pursued by two huge Imperial Star Trek, Two. Hmm. Um, Solo hmm. remarks that his passengers must be of particular interest to the Empire, they jump to light speed escaping the Imperial ships
2: we are now halfway through the movie, I would like to announce.
1: Intermission.
0: Bye. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
1: <laughs> Luke is, oh, back part Luke two. is insufferable. <laughs> um, what's that? Flashing? That sort of thing. Oh, yeah.
0: Because
2: he's, like, he says he's a big pilot, but I don't think he's ever been outside of Tatooine in space. Ever.
0: Yeah. He, like, drove the speeder and was like, I know how to fly now. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna like, be
1: in the academy. Maybe he's on <laughs> flight flight simulators. Probably yeah, yeah. That's what it like, is. I believe it's in, it's it's like in the, the novelization for episode seven that mm-hmm. um that's how Ray learned to fly different ships was through like flight simulator type stuff. Um I not read it, so I don't know the full context. And that's I'm assuming dumb. I'm assuming Luke did the same thing.
2: I mean I'm sure flight simulators are pretty easy to come by in this futuristic yeah setting i don't know
1: it's like a it's like an orb that you go into and you
2: <laughs> like instead of driver's ed they have like flight school maybe yeah it's tatooine i, mean, I doubt microf- they have a robust we have microsoft flight
1: simulator system. i'm sure <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't oh. know star wars like star wars yeah 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 you have to come up with Leaps in logic to explain how either character knows how to fly. Um, but the plot requires them to know how to fly. So you
3: just
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how did Han know how to fly? I don't know. What? No, I mean, it's. No, Han went, mean, Han went to college to learn how to fly. Yeah, I mean, he game. did. <laughs> what?
2: It's kind, of, it's kind of like when you have a driver's oh, license.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, he went to the Oh, yeah. Cabin. Yeah.
2: You uh, know, roughly, like, as long as you can find the. The pedals and the gear shift. Yeah, like,
1: maybe maybe ships are, like, super user-friendly.
2: Maybe. The Millennium Falcon does not, but it's also yeah, a freighter, yeah. so it's kind of, like, a big rig. Like, not a lot of people, perhaps, have experienced. And there's with also, freighters.
1: like, in Star Wars, it's just a general rule that you do not label anything, be it a toggle, a switch, a button, a lever. Nothing has labels. So, like... When Luke puts away his targeting computer at the end and there's just a bunch of buttons that are all the same color.
2: It's just sort of because it's the plot style. demands it, they know which button to press.
1: It's the Force. He just used the Force and he pushed the right button. Yeah, everyone Everyone in the universe has the Force enough to know what buttons do. <laughs> anyway, uh, Princess Leia has been tortured by the Imperials and undergone a mind probe in an effort to extract the location of the Rebel 7 base. They have found nothing. Tarkin, Vader, and Maudie... Uh, shift tactics, threatening to destroy the princess's home planet of Alderaan. If she won't reveal the rebel's location, she reluctantly tells on the real basis of the planet Dantooine. Tarkin then orders his officers to proceed with Alderaan's destruction, noting that Dantooine is too remote to make an effective demonstration of the Death Star's power. Alderaan is destroyed by a single blast from the Death Star's enormously powered laser blaster, while Leia is forced to watch. Laser blaster. Death Star go pew pew.
0: And there's that scene where the the two uh, operators are, like, in the tube while they shoot it. And
1: they're like, oh! And, like, yeah, they have shoots to, past like, them. get out of the ray. Mm-hmm. That was always the most fun the part. Radiation the radiation uh...
2: that must have gone through their bodies. Yeah. I That's can't the, imagine.
1: The most yeah. fun part of the, the first Force Unleashed game is when you're in the Death Star. And you can just oh, pick up people yeah. and chuck them into the laser as it's firing.
0: hmm <laughs> Although, logically, that means there's, like, a billion plants that got shot while he was
1: doing that. They were just testing it during that game. I hope so.
2: I don't remember. Yeah,
1: It I was mean, just like a fun, like, look, you're a laser, in the Death Star. If it's a laser, and lasers do go infinitely, because oh. light travels infinitely, mm-hmm. it had to hit something eventually.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, space is also very big and very empty.
0: It hit a different galaxy, so it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. It hit like a made contact with like a tiny asteroid in the middle of nowhere, and just
2: destroyed <laughs> it. Yeah, nothing left.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cool, cool. It's stuff. yeah, it's
2: sad. Poor Alderaan.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Obi Wan's like, "Oh, I can feel a thousand souls screaming all at once."
2: I was thinking about that moment later on in the movie. Do you think that? Jedi got a similar feeling when the Death Star blows up and millions of people on that ship die?
0: Oh, they're, like, in mid cheer and they're like, oh, oh, no.
2: Or do you think that there were bad people, and there was a... <laughs> like, I just...
1: I'm Obviously, there are a lot it. more
2: people on Alderaan, but I'm imagining that there's a similar gasp of voices when that happens.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, there is that one line in... Uh the The last episode of Mandalorian, where the guys like there were thousands of people on both of those stations, or like millions mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's the argument like the Republic is not blame, the Resistance is not blameless in the now the number of people they killed, but they also were people working on a literal, like death, death orb.
1: <laughs> and like especially in this one, like they have to blow it up because it's going they, to blow up. It's going to blow
2: them up. The base, the moon. So yeah. like.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's just, it makes,
2: yeah, it makes you think, kind of.
1: Not really. It's
2: a contrarian argument, is what it is. like oh
1: it's like oh but the rebels destroyed all killed all those people on the death star i'm like yeah but the death star killed all those people on alderaan for no reason for a demonstration
2: yeah Yeah, if they hadn't destroyed the death star they would have continued to destroy planets Yeah,
1: people who try and be empire apologists bug me so much because it's literally everything about them is supposed to be evil and that's the point so like
2: yes the most evil like were there probably good people on that ship yes were like, they oh, blameless they, they, no. they
1: must have destroyed so many jobs too because they probably brought up brought up outside contractors to work on it and like no literally they used slaves that's <laughs> canon mm-hmm. they used slaves to build it oh so. boy yeah oh no yeah out it's of a, a moot job.
2: point shut up
1: Anyway, on board the Millennium Falcon, Obi-Wan yes. is training Luke in the ways of the Force by the, the, the Pew Pew Orb. Uh, when he gets greatly disturbed by tremor in the Force, he feels that like millions of people, yes, we know. Uh, he decides mm-hmm. to meditate on this further as Luke continues his exercise in allowing the Force to get his reflexes. Han is not impressed. Um, yeah, which is just... Because he's too cool for yeah. school. And ...explains that he does not believe in the Force. Luke Hover manages to use his lightsaber to deflect four laser bolts in a row from a remote droid, all while wearing a helmet which covers his eyes.
2: Very impressive.
1: Yep. What's the practical use for the blast yeah, the, shield on the helmet? Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's just for training.
0: It's like, oh, I'm going through an asteroid. I better wait, no, put down like my a, blast shield. It's a pilot's
1: helmet. And the, oh wait, wait, is it like is he says? Like, he says it's a blast shield.
0: Yeah, so it definitely has I some sort of practical use.
2: If you were in an Space. explosion that would destroy your eyeballs, it protects your hey. eyeballs. Like as you're flying if,
0: into a sun, you're just like blast shield.
2: Yeah, I mean that <laughs> would destroy your eyeballs. <laughs> Star Wars is dumb. I don't. There's that's my answer for a lot of these things.
1: Yeah, and we love it.
2: We can we can try and and re- reason out what the rationale is, but George didn't think as far as that. Yeah, he just didn't. <laughs> There everyone that,
0: like a... quickly spray painted the blast shield and then handed yeah. it to i
1: don't want to i don't want to put mm-hmm. anyone on blast but maybe a podcast i was listening to that i was talking about mandalorian and one person was just upset for no reason and talking about how the internal logic made no sense um and like <laughs> it feels like as as an adult these things should like whatever and i was like i love how you have to specify that you're an adult while you're whining about star wars <laughs> like, as there are so many these other movies, things the things should be consistent across it like... whatever dude
2: that right. that argument doesn't work because these these tri- the original trilogy there is it's... so riddled with flaws and oh, contradictions so... and holes like just enjoy it it's it's star yeah. wars it's dumb like there are things more important to worry about and argue yeah. over <laughs>
1: People would, most people, I've said this before and I'll say it again, most people would rather be right than be happy. And uh, that means that they would rather be right about Star Wars than enjoy Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back, back on the Death Star, Tarkin invader Vader receive a report that there is once indeed a rebel base in Dantween, but it has long since been abandoned. Outrageantly a successful trickery. Tarkin orders for schedule for execution. <laughs> oh, Alderol still got
2: destroyed, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh,
1: bamboozled.
2: Bamboozled by our princess. Here we go. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Darn Lord Vader, they, they got us.
1: <laughs> okay. Which makes... I'm
2: goofy today.
1: Which um, is it's one issue. It's not canon anymore, but I'll say it anyway. It's one issue that I had with Force Unleashed 2 that at the end they capture Darth Vader and he, they take him to the Dantooine base, which if that was still canon, would have been like, then he would have known they're not on there anymore because he was on it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Force That's... Unleashed 2 is kind of dumb, but eh, whatever. It's Probably Star- not a is...
2: ton of, of supervision from the higher-ups on that
1: story oh for sure not really um but you do get to piggyback on wedge until he's x-wing which is a lot of fun
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, you like surf on top of it (laughs) (laughs) luke realizes that he is learning how to sense the force one of the Falcon signals informs them they are approaching Alderaan, but upon exiting lightspeed, they find the Millennium Falcon is in an asteroid field instead of Alderaan's orbit. Han confirms that they are in the right location, but the planet is missing. Obi-Wan quietly states that the planet has been destroyed by the Empire, but Solo laughingly insists that the Empire ships combined wouldn't have had enough firepower to destroy the planet. Moments later, they are overpowered, oh my gosh, IMDb, by a Imperial Twin Ion Engine Snub Fighter, parentheses, tie, we know nerd uh, yeah obi-wan con- indb you are a nerd obi-wan <laughs> concludes it's too small for long-range flight so the must be an imperial base or ship nearby as they chase after the fighter to keep it from notifying the empire of their location they see the fire heading towards a small moon the death star they're caught in the death star's tractor beam and helpless to resist are pulled aboard the station getting hair in my ear um into a docking bay Obi Wan tells him that neither fighting nor surrender are viable choices but a third option is available to them hiding that's no moon
2: classic
1: line Classic see it
2: delivered flawlessly yes i love the framing for the reveal like we've seen the death star but the characters haven't and they're mm-hmm. like mm, alderaan's not here close range fighter that is, that, that there's must a moon. be
1: that must be terrifying just, prospect to be like the planet's gone yeah, yeah like, like planets what?
2: don't just disappear and then mm-hmm. you see a moon and you realize no that's a a death planet like it's mm-hmm. framed in in a really interesting way that like the characters put the pieces together really quickly and it's very uh um what's one i'm looking for spooky foreboding
3: mm.
1: yeah <laughs> spooky foreboding spooky foreboding star wars um Imperial troops board the Falcon, but its crew are hiding in smuggling compartments below the floor. Vader orders scanning equipment to be brought aboard to look for life signs. While standing near the Falcon, he senses a presence that he has not felt for some time. Vader leaves the hangar, pursued by the frustrating sense that he is overlooking something of great importance. This recap makes Vader seem like Gosh. such a child. Like He's like, what? I'm missing
2: something. Did I forget to have my applesauce? It's a perfect,
1: no. perfect t-shirt to be wearing for that. I don't.
2: On the tip of my tongue, if I still
1: had one. (laughs) He tries. He tries to sense him with the force, but he can't figure out where he is. I'm like, oh heck and darn, where is it? (laughs) I'm gonna go to my. I can feel you, but
2: I can't see you, Obi Wan.
1: Where are you? Foiled again. He says that out loud right in front of this officer, who must be like. Is Vader Lord Vader is. is uh, it's like guys. I, I mean, just, mean, I'm sure they know that Vader's the weird, creepy meds.
2: guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're around Lord Vader, you're just like, he's a weird Jedi that's- dude. I'm not gonna question anything he says or does. If he chokes out <laughs> Joe, that's okay.
1: I wonder if he gets frustrated every time someone equates him with a Jedi. Like when targets like Your the only, Sith. you're the only you're the only thing remaining of the Jedi religion. Like I'm a bag. I left. I left the Jedi. Killed I killed them all. I'm a Sith. Drugs drug out. I mean, I'm not Anakin. I'm a Sith Lord. I choke you now. I killed it. <PEAK> I killed
2: Anakin. Which is Anakin.
1: dumb because I think that's the thing too is that Vader like claims that he killed Anakin. hmm And like the the po- to public knowledge, Anakin died in the Jedi Temple. So Vader's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I killed him. Well, then what's your yeah, there's name? A, Darth Vader.
2: There's a comic about one of Padme's uh, attendants uh, seeking out Darth Vader to find out, to like confront him, I believe, about Padme and Anakin's murder at the hands of Darth Vader. And then she finds out that he's Anakin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like public Blackness. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was the one played by Keira Knightley, I believe. Was it Sabé? What's yeah. her name? Sabe. Yeah. yeah. Sabe's currently. Um, uh, um when a scanning team uh, <laughs> Sarah. When a scanning team boards the Falcon to set up their equipment, Sorry. Luke and Solo I love how they have to have a scanning team and not just like scan whatever. Luke and Solo manages to overpower them and lures the two guarding stormtroopers just Outside on board as well to kill them both and steal their armor uniforms. The helmets conceal their identity and allow them to infiltrate a troop command center outside the docking port. Inside the command center, R2 plugs into the station computer system and uncovers the location of the tractor beam generator. Obi Wan sets out to shut down the generator so the ship can leave. Luke wants to accompany him, but Obi Wan says no. I'm gonna I'm skipping stuff. Um,
2: Gotta do Jedi stuff. His
1: destiny, his destiny splits path Perhaps sensing blah blah blah. Force will be with you. Blah. Whatever. He
2: knows he's gonna die. Like yes. he's. He's like, I'm done with life.
1: <laughs> the way, I don't want to critique Elegance's acting, but the way he holds his lightsaber when he's just walking around, and he's just sort of like, how do I demonstrate mm-hmm. this?
2: Hold on, I have a lightsaber, but I also don't know what you're dem- going to demonstrate.
1: I'll use the the coat can. He's just like sort of like holding it like this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he's got the... Well, it's,
2: it's like hold, whenever you hold a tool that you like what to do with. Like you don't have any yeah, pockets. he doesn't know how to hold like...
1: it, and he's just like, because mm. I'm
2: sure he got on set that day, and he's like, "Do I have to hold this the whole time I'm on camera? What is this? <laughs> what just, like,
1: does limp it wrist do?" Just holding the lightsaber, <laughs> <laughs> and like he passes like right by people who should have seen him, but I guess he's being forced sneaky. Forced yeah. sneaky. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway. Um after Obi-Wan leaves, Luke discovers that the princess is being held prisoner aboard the station. Luke suddenly takes the initiative, sparing no effort to convince Solo and Chewbacca to assist him in what is surely going to be a very risky rescue. Yeah. Han, initially scared for his own neck, eventually agrees after whatever blah, Luke and Han, Han take Chewbacca captive, quotation marks, and assume their trooper identities in order to infiltrate the prison block. In the prison block, the officer in command becomes suspicious of the rivals as she was not notified. As a result, uh, they kill everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Not yep. a great 11. plan,
2: but I don't know <laughs> they how they manage it to take him out. They
1: set an alarm and then they find the princess.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I and just she... like skipped like half a paragraph and they kill everyone.
2: Yeah. She's like, who's, you guys didn't mm-hmm. think this through, did you?
1: <laughs> I wish I was paying attention to this because in this movie, we get to see the first time Luke kills someone. And I do not um... feel like he has a reaction. No.
0: No, he's Luke. just like
1: whatever. It's probably that?
2: back on Tatooine when they're shooting at the troopers as they're getting into the I Millennium Falcon. I don't think Falcon.
1: Luke shoots anyone
0: no. there. Han kills somebody, but that's about it.
2: Right? No, he kind of. No, he doesn't. I'm not sure when that would be. When they're escaping from the Death Star?
1: Luke Skywalker. So how many people did Luke, Luke Skywalker kill? It's a Polygon article. Well. He
0: killed. He definitely killed somebody he killed he everyone on the Death Star the bridge.
1: And yeah. then he killed some. I mean, if you if you okay, I, I, I guess including the Death Star, both the Death Star, uh, Luke Skywalker has a total kill count of three hundred sixty nine thousand seven hundred forty.
2: How about not including the Death Star?
1: Yeah, if you throw out the Death Star, it's eight hundred forty nine. What?
2: No, a lot.
1: How did he eight hundred people? Uh, more than half of that coming when he blows up Jabba's sail barge. Okay. Okay. Well, we gotta back
0: up before that too, because he blew up like two Death Stars.
1: Yeah, I want to see. Oh, like I
2: could see the forty-three or whatever it was being a number for Luke.
0: It still seems pretty high for just this movie.
2: For just this movie, yeah. You're you're talking about overall.
1: Yeah, he oh, kills. Oh overall? Yeah, he kills a storm. Luke's shooter. like a mass murderer overall. We've
2: got to get to the bottom of this. Got to analyze it to the nth degree.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like full discussions on did Luke ever directly kill anyone because they want to like make Luke this what?
2: the, the pacifist, pacifist argument. No, mm-hmm. he straight up
1: shoots people in this one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like when, when they're leaving after uh Obi Wan dies, like he he has some shots that land i know for sure
1: yeah oh i could have worn that shirt i've got a shirt of that scene that's an eight bit
0: um, anyway, oh they find I like the, princess, the one. but
1: the arriving troops cut off the only escape route leia shoots a hole in the garbage chute and tells everyone to dive in they escape the imperials only to find themselves trapped in a garbage compactor to make matters worse the compactor houses a large servant-like creature the dianoga which yanks luke under the of course has water <laughs> Um the creature inexplicably lets Luke go, but just as they catch their breath, the compactor arrives, stuff caves in, but three 3- see three PO and RTD2 save him. You want to know something real dumb? Um oh, in the book sure. from a certain point of view, canonically the Dianoga in the scene is a force sensitive creature that is baptizing what? Luke. What? <laughs> and that's why it inexplicably lets him go. No, <laughs> it's no. canon.
2: No. It's canon. No, I, have it's not not. Been, I have not been this upset since I learned that Force Kyber Crystal has
1: feelings. Yeah, Kyber no, no. This Kyber is crystals don't such have an upsetting feelings. episode.
0: That is just as much canon as the Jawas climbing on top of each other.
1: Yes. No.
0: Like, no, like you can't. No.
1: Yeah. It's in a book. It's in a book.
0: I don't I care don't about care. the
1: book. This seems was no. really stressful as a child
2: so stressful it is it is a water snake that is trying to kill him it does not have the cognition to be like oh this is a force sensitive guy how lucky am i i'm going to take the op- the opportunity sir sir luke to baptize you in the jedi order it's an honor truly uh, like no <laughs> i i refuse you know, I'm going to take one this by, off. Uh, I, I, I am no longer. Which
1: one? No, the one written by one of the McElroys was the, the Jawa who looks at R2's memories. Oh, that one's so... You can make me that one is cry. cute. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. one is super cute. Yeah, when they're on the Sandcrawler, there's a Jawa that um, is in charge of wiping memories and he watches all of R2's memories of the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. and he gets inspired to leave the planet and go on an adventure. Jawa
2: goes on an adventure.
1: It's cute. Uh, The Dianoga one is not. um, Meanwhile, (laughs) Vader informs Tarkin that he senses through the forest that Kenobi is aboard the station. Tarkin is doubtful, but the discussion is soon interrupted by an emergency report. Princess Leia has escaped. Vader tells a shocked and bewildered Tarkin. (laughs) (laughs) The true explanation is that Obi-Wan's there or whatever. Sensing that Obi-Wan wishes a final showdown, Vader sets off to find him. Unbeknownst to anyone, Kenobi has deactivated the tractor beam generator of the entire station. Um, after their escape from the compactor, Luke and Han dispose of their stormtrooper Arner for some dumb reason, but keep the troopers' utility belts and weapons. On the way back to the ship, they're caught off by more troops. They're split up with Han and Chewbacca fighting together and Luke and Leia running on their own.
0: Yeah, then Darth Vader's all like, Obi-Wan doesn't want to escape. He wants to die. Watch. I'll go kill him. And he runs <laughs> off.
1: Again, our people are going to be angry about our juvenile depiction of Darth Vader <laughs> in this movie. I'll yeah, show, I'll show you, Tarkin. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm going to go kill him.
2: <laughs> I mean, Anakin. I think it further illustrates Nobody that the prequels him. were right in in their depiction of Anakin. He's juvenile. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like all of the Skywalker's are hot messes. All
0: of yeah. them.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> except for...
2: Mm-mm. Whoever you're going to say, no, they're a hot mess. No. Shmi?
1: Shmi, except for Shmi. Shmi. Anakin's mom.
2: I could... Yeah, she's probably the only one that has her life together.
0: Yeah.
1: Until Possibly. kidnapped by sand people. Um, yeah. After being cornered between a great air shaft and a group of troopers, Luke shoots a blast doors control. Um, and then they do the thing where they swing over.
2: It's,
1: Yay. It's so, a
2: pretty Incredibly dangerous but stunt, I, I read,
1: apparently.
0: Yeah, I, I read on IMDb Trivia. I don't know how true this is because it's IMDb. But they said <laughs> that Luke, uh, that uh, Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher did this stunt themselves. Maybe. And mm-hmm. They did like one take. So... Make that
1: as you will
2: it looks spooky like it's
1: yeah stop saying spooky
2: <laughs> it looks harrowing
1: anyway obi-wan on his way back to the falcon Rude. encounters vader they exchange barbed <laughs> comments vader boasts to his former master that he is so much better than him um i'm better than you <laughs> obi-wan replies that vader's turn to evil has made him oblivious to the force of true power a ferocious lightsaber duel ensues no it's definitely not ferocious
2: doesn't I mean, they're both, like, not geriatric, but they're both, like, out of shape. Not <laughs>
1: <Geriatric. laughs> yeah, really, because um, Vader's oh. hallway scene in Rogue One happens, like, a couple days before this. So...
2: Well, both of the people playing them in this true. movie were out of
0: shape. So here's the yeah. thing. The problem is, is that neither of the actors doing this had ever, like, held a sword before. And it that's, clearly yeah, showed.
2: That's the problem. Like, boop, boop, boop. like they try and remedy oh. it in Rogue One by him being so much cooler, but they're hampered by this scene.
1: Mm-hmm. I was about to spoil Mandalorian again. Dang it. And you maybe gotta it, not.
0: Like, <laughs> maybe it had something to do with like the effects because they were just like, we have to physically draw They have on. to track it, or, yeah.
1: They, they and, like, fight fight choreography during this time period also was just in western cinema was just not really there Mm -hmm. yeah
2: it was i mean in the behind the scenes recently released for uh empire strikes back or is it
1: empire strikes back has a lot better where
2: they talk no i think it was yeah where they talk about that they got a a fencing uh olympian to come in and do it like to make the the fights do get better
1: like, yeah, they do, but again, fence, Olympic, Olympic fencing doesn't it's very look cool.
2: Past, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very stiff.
1: I don't want realistic fights. I want fights to look cool.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: it's not necessarily to the extent that they overdo it in the prequels, though.
2: I was just about to say, like, that's my kind of lightsaber fight. Yeah,
1: actually, I like the lightsaber fights in the prequels.
2: Like, the Duel my... of the Fates fight is it's fun. So cool.
1: I know this is a hot take, but my favorite lightsaber fight is the one at the end of Force Awakens in the snow.
2: That one is pretty great visually. And, you know, it's it's a very... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's a very visceral fight. Yeah. Like, they both struggle through that fight. Um,
1: I could see
2: this fight being more of a, like, feeling each other out like they're just kind of like testing each other like they're not really gonna fight to the death
3: yeah like neither
2: one of them thinks that well Mm -hmm. obi-wan gives himself up
1: yeah i don't know anyway luke leia han and chewbacca meet at the entrance to the docking bay the lightsaber doing the other side of the bay distracts the troops guarding the ship which i always found hilarious um (laughs) I'm, I think um, allowing, that's the point. Allowing the four of them, along with R2 and Spreepio, to sneak across to board the Falcon. As Kenobi and Vader continue to fight, Kenobi informs Vader that if he strikes him down, the, he says he says the line. Uh, Kenobi, mm-hmm. saying the four heroes and two droids safely aboard, takes one last look from his comrade's son to the man who betrayed him and smilingly withdraws his lightsaber, allowing Vader to slice through him. His body instantly disappears. Vader is stunned and confused. <laughs> As he determines that no one is in Kenobi's now empty cloak on the floor. He's like, where did he go?
2: He I hit Hello? him with my
1: lightsaber. <laughs> Hello? Did I win? Where did you I go? won, right? Where did he go? Did he...
2: Tele- he must have teleported.
1: When he, like, <laughs> pokes it with his shoe. Yeah. That's one of the funniest things. Like. Hello, are you there?
2: <laughs> this
3: has never happened to me before. Um, the younglings. This, I just... did.
1: I did some research before because this did bring me the question of what the heck happens to Obi Wan's lightsaber after this sure. because it just sort of drops there.
2: I was wondering about that.
1: Um, nothing in canon, but the consensus is that Vader probably took it back to his uh, fortress on Mustafar.
3: Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah.
1: So if you want to probably kept it that for nostalgia. Your, uh, Star Wars RPG campaign. That's where it is. <laughs> probably Mustafar. Unless it was on the Death Star and it got blown up with it, then
0: whoops. I mean maybe he just like discarded it because at this point he would have had he like threw it a child ship and then the Dianoga's
1: like, Finally I have a lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> and, like oh, while gosh. the Death Star while the trench
2: battle the is Star going on, there's a Dianoga just time. like
1: going ham through the ship with a lightsaber. Just a massive oh. tentacles just ram ram round.
0: Yeah, because it blew up then maybe that's where his lightsaber went too. It just blew up with the Death Star. Because mm-hmm. although I doubt he would have brought
2: it said. in the TIE Fighter.
1: hmm Maybe unless he could have could have just you know, put period it on his of belt. time you could put it on his belt. Between him, this, this on his belt. and the like Grievous, he Like put everything on his belt. Put, like on put, on everything belt. Uh, put it on
2: this belt. It's a utility belt. You can feel like eight lightsabers on here.
1: Yeah, so he can turn the <laughs> he can he he can make the kyber crystal sad and turn it red. We're not talking about that. I still don't like it. Okay, we have n- I now been going for two hours.
2: We only have half hour of the movie left. We can do this.
0: Yeah, it's only gonna take one more hour.
2: <laughs> I've been keeping track on Disney Plus. I've been keeping track new... by.
1: Um been scrubbing through the video i've been and... keeping track by my computer telling mm-hmm. me to restart to update the os
2: <laughs> i've just been keeping track of where we are yeah, in the movie. It's,
1: it's it's a pretty roller coaster to the end of it uh luke appalled by the side of his mentor being struck down lets out a shot of horror alerting all the troops and then they shoot and then they this uh, obi-wan's voice tells him to run vader ca- catches the glimpse of oh, him through no, the set of doors oh my gosh so for two two funny things I'll pause there because I forgot to talk about all of the stormtroopers just watching this lightsaber fight, which is hilarious. And then they get like, I mean, and like I like said earlier, Darth Vader style. Doing... And then Darth Vader depressingly walking towards the door as it's closing, like, oh no.
3: <laughs> and then I imagine <laughs> the, the blast
1: door closes and he's just standing behind it, like,
2: he's like, leans his helmet against the door.
1: <laughs> <I'm yeah>. so... <laughs> <laughs> so close. I so I won. I won,
2: <laughs> but at what cost?
1: <laughs> but I mean, the, the plan was to let them escape, so they could lead them to the rebel base, right? Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, because he was like, "Is the tracking beacon on board?" Oh yeah, Star Wars and tracking beacons. Yeah. Um, they <sighs> blasted their way out of the station's defense range. They are confronted by four TIE fighters. They managed to to blow them up. Uh, Leia insists that the Empire let them escape in order to track them to the orbital base. Han is doubtful and then they never discuss it again.
2: Because it's Han's ship and what are you going to do, princess?
1: Yeah. Uh, back aboard the station, Leia's fears are confirmed. They are uh, tracking them. After uh, they get to Yavin, um, the Alpha 4, the fourth moon of the gas giant. R2's data is analyzed. It is determined that the Vestor does indeed have a weakness that can be exploited. A small, two meters wide exhaust port, not protected by any shielding, through which a well placed torpedo could reach the main reactor and destroy the station. The port is situated in a narrow trench protected by General Area Defense Integration Anti Spacecraft Network turbo lasers, or Guardian. The Rebel Commander General Dodona.
3: Oh. Is
0: that the guy that, that goes, the
1: F- F- Alex Didona is also a character in Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, Admiral Dodona. Interesting. Um they must be the same guy. Nope. Uh, Admiral Dodona was a woman. Theorizes that since the Guardian RA is designed to repel large scale assaults from capital ships, it could easily be not maneuvered by smaller and faster snub fighters. A plan is devised in which a squadron of Y Wing assault bombers, which are terrible, Gold Squadron led by Captain John Dutch Vander, played by Angus McInnes will skim the trench. A second squadron, Red Squadron, commanded by Captain Garvin Dreas, played by Drew Henley, will attempt to draw enemy fire away from the bombers. Luke will be flying one of the X Wings under the call sign Red Five. Fellow pilot Wedge Antilles, played by Dennis Lawson, is skeptical about succeeding, but Luke is confident that the task can be accomplished, knowing that he used to shoot at animal targets on Tatooine that were not much bigger than two meters. Yep.
2: Yeah, Womp rats from your speeder is the same thing. I,
1: I would have loved the... for, <laughs> wedge, for Wedge to turn to him and be like, "Dude, It's you? not the same.
0: Yeah, it's very Go much like that. Him. Yeah, that like, like the, the guy in the hanger's is like,
1: like, "Are you sure you can handle one of these ships?" Like, "Oh no, he's one of the best bush fighters ever." Like, okay, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the Y Wings are
2: the. I was. When the
1: the battle started, I was so confused because I did not remember Y Wings being there. And the reason I didn't remember them being there is because one, they die almost immediately, and two, because Y Wings are stupid. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're
2: bombers. It doesn't make a ton of sense that they would be going in for this precision shot.
1: I mean, they're not a very precise fighter. One of my friends, uh, Terps, if you're watching. Made the best comparison about Y-wings is that it's as if during World War II, if they had taken crop dusters and attached machine guns to them, that's what a Y-wing is, because they're old and they're terrible.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, there's a weird. There's like a weird cut where he's talking uh, to Biggs in the hangar, and that other guy comes up where someone walks in front of the camera. And that's because there's a line cut out where the guy's like, I flew with your father, Luke, and he was a great pilot. And obviously, oh, they had to cut yeah. that out. <laughs> because that, no. would have fit, that would have not made any, any sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the rebels set out to attack the Death Star just as the station enters the Oven system. The Death Star will have to orbit the Oven's far side in order to have a shot at the moon on which the base is located. The approximately 30 rebel fighters have less than 30 minutes to fly to the station and destroy it. Ha! As Luke Aha. heads to the hangar, he is reunited with Biggs Darklighter, played by Garrick Hagon, which is such a cool name to kill him. Uh, he used to fly with Luke on yeah. Tatooine. Biggs congratulates suits on finally making it off Tatooine and tells him that the coming battle will be just like old times. Okay. Having apparently collected the balance of his 17,000 credits payment for delivering the plans to the rebellion, plus some unspecified reward for helping Leia escape the Death Star, Han refuses to join the fight, stating that his reward will be useless if he is killed, and that he would rather take his money and go pay off his debts. Luke is disappointed, but boards his fighter and takes off right after R2 is loaded into the rear of his fighter to provide technical assistance. Upon departure, he hears what sounds like Obi-Wan's voice speaking to him, saying, the force will be with you. He quickly dismisses it. Here's the thing about Han in this movie. I, I mentioned this when we reviewed Empire Strikes Back, that he has a legitimate reason to get out of there. Mm-hmm. He needs to pay off his debt or they're gonna it's even worse in Empire Strikes Back where they're like, oh why are you leaving? It's like he has bounty hunters looking for him and that, that's mm-hmm. gonna hurt the rebellion. Like in this one, like I'm like, dude, yeah, like go take care of that. Also, could they use you? Also it's a freaking
2: I mean it's it a big up, target.
1: It ends up being useful, but they shouldn't have needed the Falcon. So
0: mm-hmm. here's what gets me about that scene. Han had like ten crates full of I guess cash. Yeah. Like what? That's so much.
2: Yeah, but obviously guess, returning the princess must have been a hefty reward.
0: I don't know. I mean, credits are big, right? Yeah. They're like they're like so, the size
2: of a like a, I want to say like a a Kit Kat is like one credit.
1: Like this, they're they're like they're like this big, but like me, I do
2: Yeah.
0: So they just stacked them all up into crates, and I guess that's seventeen thousand. That's, a, 000, that's right?
1: a lot. Both mm-hmm. squadrons approach the Death Star, and Wedge until he's briefly marvels at its size before Captain Drees cuts off the idle chatter. I'm glad it mentioned that because it's oh my funny. gosh,
0: I hated that.
1: And orders the squadrons to attack speed. Let's just talk about that now. Uh, So (laughs) it's when he's like, cut the chatter. And then immediately after he says, like, all right, it's go time. And like like, Wedge says like one thing. He's like, oh, it's so big. Cut the chatter. You shut up. (laughs) Only I'm allowed to do that. And like later on, they are both squadrons are super loosey-goosey with their call signs. Sometimes they use mm-hmm. the person's first name, sometimes they'll use their last name, sometimes they'll use their call sign. It doesn't really matter.
2: hmm <laughs> I mean, they're rebels, should, but they should still be more organized than o- that. They
1: should only be using call signs.
2: And also, like, mm-hmm.
1: on Red Squadron, only only Luke's helmet is red. Red Leader's helmet is, like, gold, and Wedge's helmet is blue. <laughs> oh man (laughs) whatever all Um, the stuff Red Squadron (laughs) initiates a strafing run on the station service to divert attention from the bombers and Luke makes a run that detonates a mammoth fire within part of the Death Star I don't know what that means a fire so large that his own ships suffer minor burns when Vader is informed that the Guardian turbolasers are having trouble targeting the small rebel ships he orders fighters led by Black Squadron he has a personal elite TIE Fighter Squadron (laughs) To oh. engage the X Wings individually. In short order, six TIE fighters join the battle, soon followed by others, and Red Squadron scrambles to keep them away from the trenches. Dryce warns a wingman of an attacking TIE fighter, but the X Wing is immediately shot down before Biggs himself comes under attack. Luke swings in behind her, sorry, shoots him down.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Vader notices Dutch and his Y Wing group breaking away from the primary attack. He signs two Black Squadron pilots, Mauler and Backstabber. <laughs> To oh escort my him gosh. As Hedge he boards. Names. As he boards a Thai advanced X1 fighter to engage the bombers himself. Before this command group launches, the sky battle rages on Luke himself, comes under attack. Wed rescues him by shooting um, the Thai fighter. Uh, Addresses Dutch and Gold Squadron commence the attack into the trenches. This is good stuff.
2: This Some sequence stuff. goes on for a long time.
1: Yeah. So my it's like question, a
2: 20 minute battle.
0: <laughs> why do they always just fly through the trench? Why don't they
1: just go straight to it? I
0: don't yeah. Know. I Yeah, think it's be, because be their
2: are the right targeting computers have to line up the shot. Oh
1: that That's my
2: right. only guess.
0: Mm, okay. I guess that would make sense.
1: Unless you just eyeball it.
0: Yeah, like, or like you have at
1: to be, the like, end. The like if if the if the angle is of the shaft is here. You have to be, like, at this angle. Oh,
0: yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, to to make sure it goes straight through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Vader and his two wingmen easily mount... Backstabber. Uh, Easily outmaneuver the Y-wings, methodically dispatching them one by one. The first pilot, Tyree, is killed as Dutch begins to panic despite angry urging by his surviving wingmen. Dutch is then killed, and the surviving Gold Squadron ship aborts his run before he himself is destroyed. Gold leader I have this written down. Gold leader is an absolute moron. <laughs> he does, does the whole like stay on target, stay on target and then his wingman gets blown up and he's like okay, I'm going to go. Like, yeah. What happened to the whole stay on target thing once you're the one in danger?
2: Yeah. He's like give yourself for the rebellion. Oh, he died. I'm going. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm going to go now. Uh, with Gold Squadron effectively wiped out because they're wings. literally. Yeah. Uh, Dryce orders the surviving X-Wing pilots to start a second attack run down the trench. As they approach the exhaust port, Dryce turns on his targeting computer. As two other ships cover still from enemy fire, the escorting ships are destroyed, but they buy enough time for Dryce to take a shot at the exhaust port. His shot misses and merely impacts on the surface. Moments later, he loses an engine to Vader's gunnery, and his fighter spirals onto the surface of the station. Yeah, that was also oh, right there. Yeah. Um his yeah. Oh, like his smugness of being like It's a hit. I did it. And they're like, (laughs) no, it didn't hit. Maybe if I just,
2: you know, speak it into the universe, it'll happen. I did it. I did it.
1: (laughs) So stupid. Um, Now nominally nominally in charge of Red Squadron, Luke decides that it is his responsibility. He's Red 5. <laughs> that means like red one, many... through, one through four died Four,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. All of yellow squadron
1: trying to get the ship running. The Biggs and Wedge flying his wing. They start down the trench. Moments later, they are pursued by Vader and his wingmen, who partially disable Wedge's ship. Luke tells Wedge to disengage, saying that he can't be of any help. In a crippled ship. Vader allows Wedge to withdraw, ordering his men to continue to pursue the two ships to the trench. Vader fires again, hitting Biggs' ship and destroying it. Luke is grieved by the loss of his friend, but presses Something? on. <laughs> kind of. I don't remember that part. Uh, just as much as he's agreed by uh, murdering someone for the first time. Mm. Um, as Luke gets close to his target, he hears the voice of Obi-Wan telling him to use the Force and rely on his instincts more than to the technology in his ship. Really? Uh, timely? I don't know. Uh, Luke switches off his targeting computer. Someone a uh, miscontrol asks why he did that. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. I
2: really. I know this is mission critical, but I'm hearing I was, voices, so I'm going I to, to turn these off. I want to see the people
1: down there like, like uh, Luke, you turned your computer off. what's wrong? Oh, nothing. And they turn to to each other like,
2: I got this. I shoot womp rats on Tatooine.
1: (laughs) They just turned to each other like, well, we're going to die. Yeah.
2: We trusted this. He turned his
1: computer off.
2: We just just let him on Red Squadron to pacify him. We thought he was going to die. Now he's the only one left.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he was supposed to be a distraction. Uh, Meanwhile, the Death Star has completed its run around Yavin and is cleared to fire on the Robo-Moon. The countdown for the firing sequence begins. Bast tells Tarkin that he has analyzed the attack and concludes there is a real threat to the station. Tarkin scoffs at the evacuation and insists the Empire will prevail. He remains on the station while some of the... Yeah, (laughs) some people evacuate. Which is why the Empire lost. It's because people like Tarkin were in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Luke,
2: our moment of triumph?
1: As Luke draws on the power of the Force to help him hit his target, Vader senses the strength of the Force in his prey. He takes a shot, which misses, but hits RTV2. <laughs> just as he locks onto Luke's ship to finish him off, backstabber ship explodes unexpectedly. Everyone, moment of silence for backstabber. Um, out of nowhere, appears the Millennium Falcon in a lens flare, which has just destroyed the Imperial fighter, diving vertically towards Vader and the remaining wingman. This of event distracts Mauler he loses control of his ship and crashes into Vader's Mauler ship. Ricochets. Oh my gosh, this name's <laughs> in the trench while destroying it, and sends Vader's ship spinning out of control, up and away from the Death Star. Up, up
2: and away. That is one of the best shots in Star Wars. It's just a spiraling Darth Vader, like whoa. <laughs> now, really sell this one, okay? It
1: you're has Darth a very you're
2: spiraling. Whoa. It has a
1: very team rocket blasting <laughs> up again vibe to it. Yeah. Which really was like, we want to bring in Darth Vader for the sequel. So we got to have him. Which is done because there's no down in space unless like you're close enough to the Death Star and the Death Star has its own gravity because it's so big. Well, I mean, yeah, there, it does. Yeah, it's the size of a small moon, so range it would. In
2: of Yavin 4, maybe it has I don't know. a gravitational pull of some sort.
1: Yeah, they
0: entered Luke. orbit. So he would be yeah, orbit.
2: So, so gravity might have been a, a little weird.
1: A little weird. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, anyway, Han informs Luke he's all clear to follow. Luke, having drawn upon the power of the Force, releases his proton and torpedoes, which enter the exhaust port perfectly on target. Luke, the Falcon, <sighs> and a few other fighters race away from the Death Star as the star prepares to fire on the moon. Not only seconds before the station fires, it explodes with a huge fireball, sending millions of fragments into space. Tarkin, Motti, Tag, and most of the senior Imperial staff are killed. With that triumph, Kenobi reminds Luke that the Force will be with him. vader having been thrown into space during his collision with the wingman is now apparently the only one to have escaped the station's destruction he eventually manages to regain control of his wildly gyrating fighter and when he finally stabilizes he flies off to meet the imperial fleet as the rebels head home to the base when they reach the base luke is clearly delighted that han returned to help him leia is thrilled to see both of her friends alive and everyone is ecstatic that the death star has been destroyed the celebration is briefly interrupted as r2 is pulled from luke's ship He's heavily damaged from Vader's gunfighter and does not respond to C-3PO. The golden robot is terribly concerned, but Luke and the two mechanics assure him that R2 is repairable and will be fine, he's destroyed. Later, an awards ceremony is held in a huge hall. Hundreds of rebel soldiers, officers, and pilots are present. A door at the rear of the hall opens to reveal Luke, Han, and Chewbacca as they walk down the aisle to where Leia awaits, along with several rebel leaders and dignitaries. Also present are freshly polished C3PO and freshly overhauled and looking better than new rtd D2. I'm proud of reaching the front of the Great Hall. Luke and Leia. Han. Luke and Han are awarded medals for bravery by a Smiling Princess Leia the hall of some thunderous applause. Yay.
0: And Wedge will get nothing. Wedge
1: doesn't get a medal. Nope.
0: Come on. Wedge should at least get a purple heart.
1: Wedge didn't yeah.
2: show up. A lot of a lot <laughs> of good
1: they're like People. they have they have a medal from Edge, but Wedge just didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, he's like and there's the whole I'm thing. <laughs> yeah. Chewie did get a medal. That is canon. It's just not yeah. shown on screen.
2: I I always thought that you know he just didn't have a medal in that scene, or yeah. for some it's reason. It's like in the
1: comics, actually. Yeah. yeah, like the the applause starts and then they give Chewie his medal.
2: Yeah, I could see that in the moment they. Like didn't have a long enough, s- s- like, what do you call it? Like ribbon for the metal to fit around Chewie's neck or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I mean, he's up on the platform with them, so it's yeah.
1: Whatever the medal yeah. stuff is. The throne,
2: stupid. the that scene at the end. I'm just kind of like that's when I'm getting up, taking my trash from the movie, throwing it <laughs> away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Cause heavens no, they do not do award ceremonies like that for the second Death Star. Yeah, I mean that well, was Death actually, Star was still was under construction. A, that was more of a team effort. Yeah. If they, had, yeah, and they don't do that in with Starkiller Base either because it's kind
2: a of effort. a weird thing that they do.
1: It's yeah, it's weird. But um, anyway, final thoughts. Moment of the movie. Let's go. All right, let's My do final it. Final thoughts are: this movie holds up. Uh, the changes are not as bad as people claim they are. Um, mm-hmm. My moment of the movie is the two Jawas uh, standing on each other. Great uh, choice, Collins. Thank you, uh,
2: Sarah. Uh, yeah, this is a fun movie to watch. It's m- like nostalgia plays a, a a large part in it, but it's also just for a movie the first in what became a huge franchise, it's a real triumph in establishing the world. Um, my moment of the movie, I'm gonna say, we didn't touch on it, but it was, well, it's it's when uh, Obi-Wan is about to give up and he looks at Luke and Leia, and I always think like, oh, he see the twins together again, and he happy. I add a lot of emotion when I watch, movies
1: he does so right before he dies
2: he sees them together right before he dies and to me that that's important so that's my my moment of the movie
1: yeah and like it's that sort of idea that like because he dropped he, off that's, both that of them. that that's when he you know decides to sacrifice himself he's like they're mm-hmm. there to get there they're finally together my work here is done mm-hmm. Good cycle point. of life better than mine uh cameron yeah
2: yeah it is
0: um so, yeah, my final thoughts is this good movie. Good, 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 well made movie. You know, great. Uh, <laughs> holds up well, uh, even though there's some kind of dumb stuff that George made, but whatever, you know. Uh, what are you point, oh, I thought you are pointing at something specific.
2: No, I, I'm holding up McClunky.
0: Oh, oh.
2: I was trying not to have my hand clip away.
0: Okay. Uh, And then my moment in the movie is when they were like going into the cell blocks or whatever. And then Han like goes under the comms and he's like oh it's all fine. It's all fine now guys. Yep. We're we're all good up here. How are you? (laughs) Just
2: like a great improvisation on his part. Mm -hmm. Really great. (laughs) That's something I would do.
0: Yeah. All right. That's it. I guess. Cool. Do you like my do you like my Oh yeah.
2: This oh, it's in French. It's Return of the Jedi, don't worry about it. I was cold.
1: <laughs> so. Keep talking.
2: Okay, good. So it's Return of the Jedi and it's got the okay. Death Star and
0: So and how is it French?
2: It says La Retour du Jedi. And I think oh, it says
1: it would have that. been better if it was Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Oh, that's a yes. Bioshock reference, never mind.
2: La it Etoiles. I got this at Disneyland and I didn't have any money and I literally took all the money in my bank account because I was like 10. The
1: Star Wars. Yeah. Mm.
2: La des Etoiles. Anyways, I wanted to show my two pieces of Star Wars clothing off today. <laughs> I almost brought baby, I almost did a whole thing with props and had baby Yoda and a lightsaber and a. I have a blaster.
0: Oh, wow. Imperial
2: lobster blaster, Isn't, but I decided against it.
0: Anyway. I'm glad you didn't do that because I Roku. didn't. goo. Bro-
1: uh, I don't know if Cameron knows who, Baby Yoda's name is.
0: Uh, I think I saw a meme, and then I forgot the name. Okay, because it you wasn't. Need watch,
1: him. You need to watch Mandalorian, dude.
0: I know. Uh, ah, it's on my list of good, things to it's watch. It's good
1: Star Wars. Maybe we should pick another Star Wars wheel to get Mandalorian, but I don't think I'm one all about
2: all about Star Wars. We right only now.
1: have one more, but it's the Skywalker saga.
2: Mm.
3: Anyway,
1: um, mm. let's let's rank this bad boy.
3: Let's yeah. rank it.
1: So you know before. So, Bad.
2: Before this, I I was thinking I would rank it higher than uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's
1: not higher than Empire Strikes Back.
2: I don't think. Yeah,
1: I it's would, good. I would put it at number four between Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back and the Muppets.
2: I because
1: like know. it's really good, but like it's not as good as Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I like that. Yeah, put it at four. Okay. Yeah,
1: because I mean, I love it when it's. What was that? Oh, what is, what is that? I mean,
2: I, I, I don't know. I talked about it last time, and I'm like, it'll be controversial no matter where we put it. Um, but I think most people agree that Empire Strikes Back is better. So this
1: one should be Star Wars episode.
2: Because George knew a bit more about the world than what he was doing at that point. So mm-hmm. I it's interesting. He waited three years to do the second movie, and then the, and then the third. No, it's three. Oh, 77 three to 80. It's, you literally, it was on screen. And then like, but there's then, a few years
1: between the prequels as well.
2: Uh, Return of the Jedi came out a year after uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think. Oh, did it? Like, he immediately did a third one. I'm pre- I, Now I'm not so sure, but I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it's right. There's no easy way to check. 81 or 82. That sounds um, right, though.
2: Google exists.
1: I don't know what that is. Google? Google Eighty-three. Is it? So they did. He did and wait three years. Into?
2: That's my mistake. For Some Mr. reason I thought he did it the next year, but Mr. so Google. yeah, they're three years apart.
1: Um. Anyway, uh, film go information ask and statistics. This it was written by George Lucas. It was directed by George Lucas. It was released May twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-seven. Runtime of two hours and one minute, which is long Longer. for. I thought it was like
2: ninety minutes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> IMDb score eight point six out of ten. Rotten Tomato scores ninety two percent critics, ninety six percent audience. Bechdel test fail. Uh, Princess Leia and there are a lot of dudes. Female characters in the movie. A lot of dudes in this
2: movie.
1: Oh my gosh, the Bechdel test page on this was an absolute mess because people kept remembering a scene that doesn't exist where she talks to Mon Mothma, even though Mon Mothma is not in this movie. Not in in the movie. The The two aliens
0: in in the Most Eisley bar are.
1: Yeah, I was gonna (laughs) say. Like, but it's like, Im, but it's implied that Princess Leia talked to Mon Moth, but like she's
2: not in this movie. We <laughs> should and not also, resort to implied representation. Yeah,
1: like yeah. an implied conversation between scenes does not what? No. Anyway. Um
2: no, no, 77. Wheel.
1: Uh this week's wheel was submitted by email via Twitter by Make Mine Amalgam and is sitcoms. Um, Love
2: those. Love the them.
1: Sitcoms is not a section on disney plus so i went oh. with what google considers sitcoms on disney plus like i just googled sitcoms on disney plus and so you do know what Google it did is. a list but <laughs> so you were lying to me lying to you about what what google Don't. is
2: you know what google is um yeah did, do you did um, you mean ask jeeves
1: yeah i asked, put it in i asked jeeves, jeeves and then he told, me, he told me about the sitcoms and how to avoid an arranged marriage by one of my aunts. Mm-hmm. That's a reference Cameron's not gonna get. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, let's spin this. Jeeves of Jeeves and Worcester. Jeeves and Jeeves and Worcester. That's what it's based on. Okay. Uh, this so is the sitcoms I'm wheel. On. I'm gonna spin it. All right.
2: You got the wheel in that tiny little room? Yeah, I do. I have
1: to reach up for it though. It's not that big. <laughs> Oh, made a noise that time.
2: It always makes a noise,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, my,
2: I don't know what you're talking
1: about. It's um, The Simpsons. Oh, Ta-da.
0: 1989. Oh, man, oh. that's gonna be weird. We're gonna watch like the first,
1: the first, first episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. Lizzie don't McGuire, watch, like the first was, three? Lizzie McGuire was on this wheel, so we could have watched more Lizzie McGuire potentially. Oh, no. Let me, me watch like see. the
2: first three of shit, of of fish hooks, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we did. I'm gonna see how long the episodes yeah. are. You do Simpsons. it by time. Na,
2: na, na. I don't know the theme song.
1: That sounds almost I have never I watched a single episode of The Simpsons. So this will be interesting. Um 24-minute episodes. So let's watch, let's keep with the tradition and watch the first three.
0: Okay.
2: Back in the 80s, I'm sure the oh Simpsons I know visually it hasn't changed a ton, but it's gotta be a different show.
1: Yeah. It's gotta we would, feel different. We would have to roll Simpsons a lot to get through to episode to season 31. Yeah.
2: Well, if the podcast is still going, maybe we will. But they'll keep adding stuff to Disney Plus.
1: I remember remember
2: like come like on
1: episode zero where we like did the math. To see like how many episodes it would be to watch everything on Disney Plus. But mm-hmm. now they're like, we're gonna have new content on every week. So it's now literally impossible. Yeah, they watch everything. They've at
2: least doubled their library since we started yeah, started. Yeah,
1: it. it's it's not an attainable goal. So
2: I'm sorry, completely. Oh, will will I'm gonna
1: do this show forever, okay?
2: <laughs> You're gonna but, do uh, that thing that the Gambron Gr- said where the podcast will turn into a liquid form.
1: Yeah. I yeah. was I was thinking of In the like future. what they're doing with Till Death to Us Blart, where like mm-hmm. when they die they'll they're gonna pass the torch to other people to continue the show going.
2: So it'll never stop. It'll never
1: stop. Um and now time to so yeah. Well, we, we know the Disney Simpsons. will never die. First three so. episodes of The Simpsons. Um new wheel decision. I'm gonna remember. Oh, is that a kitty?
2: Yeah, he brought me his latest kill.
1: Oh, <laughs> good job.
2: Good job, bud. Here we go. <laughs> um, <sighs> Ooh, I gotta send you some that I want you to do. Sure. I have some
1: ideas. What? What? what what's? What, what's the? What's the? What's the consensus here? What are we thinking? What are we in the mood for? Mm, what, I m- mean, you
2: could do more Star Wars. What are we
1: gonna be to? in the mood for after? After Simpsons. Christmas? After Simpsons.
2: Or after symptoms I feel like Simpsons. we're going to
0: feel pretty good.
1: Yeah. So we should what watch about... something terrible. What mm, about probably either I Marvel think, or Toy Story? Um, I kind of want to do actually I don't I actually don't know if Halloween is still
2: It might not be.
1: We might not be. like If Halloween is still on there then we should do that um might still be a tag they, they don't it no, no no it would only be if, if the word halloween is in the title let me just oh, check real quick yeah. i'm Look already on disney plus i'm looking under collections yeah if happy holidays collection is on there if halloween oh
0: that'd be christmas though
1: um no halloween is no longer on collection, gotta so gotta gonna, wait till we're next gonna year. have to wait until next year to do the Halloween wheel. Uh, sorry, John.
0: Sorry, well, not it happens sorry.
2: every year. So,
0: uh, I guess we can do. T- I don't want to do another cartoon though.
1: Not another cartoon. Got to be diverse.
0: What about just your watch list?
1: My watch that list that would be fun. Let's do that. Thank That's you, uh, Yeah, that way I can... I can you, want, you want to see what's currently on my watch list? Let yeah, you, yeah give us look. a sneak peek. Currently, <laughs> I'll, I'll curate it so it's some good stuff. I have mm-hmm. uh, The Simpsons, Zenimation, Anandell <laughs> Castle, Eulog, Dory's Reef Cam, Sunrise Series, uh, Chronicles of Narnia, <laughs> Marvel 616, Return to Halloween Town, uh, The Bad Fantastic Four, America's funniest home videos. <laughs> um, Problem
2: with your list is you like to watch bad movies.
1: I
0: literally years years. never heard of any of this.
1: Newsies, Willow. Oh, okay. Goof Troop, Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, better not get. I'll take Mickey Mouse Club off of it.
2: How dare you?
1: Treasure Planet. Oh, it's it's all gonna be like just very Collins movies, like Treasure Planet, mm-hmm. Bugs Life, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. <laughs> Agent Carter's Sounds on good.
3: There.
0: All right, yeah. Okay, sounds good.
1: Cool. So we're going to be spinning the Collins watch list wheel.
0: Crossing fingers for Treasure Planet. Oh, dude.
2: I'm oh, that will be so a bad. long episode. Like, you we thought was gonna this was long? are going to here all day. <laughs> Collins to has
1: just pontificate about Treasure Planet <laughs> for the longest time. Uh, anyway, that is all for today's episode. I'm going to make a quick call to action. Thank you to my guests, Sarah and Cameron, for joining me today.
3: Thank uh, you for having short me.
1: Short noticed i uh, know at least sarah and i watched the movie today and then recorded. yes
2: i finished like a half hour before we <laughs> started recording
1: yeah um and thank you all so much for listening if you like the show please review us on itunes whatever podcast service you listen give us a five-star review for christmas that's what i want santa I want a five-star review on itunes for christmas or Spotify. we've been
2: a good podcast um we've been a good podcast this year <laughs>
1: Uh, you can send reviews or comments to where streams come true at gmail.com. You can send it on Twitter at studio 76 WSCT. Uh, you can submit wheels such as categories or search terms on Disney plus. And if you send them in a review, we'll read it on the show. And once again, thank you for listening and uh, happy holidays, everybody. And of course be with you. I would ask for a five-star review uh, for each of the eight days of Hanukkah, but that's already passed
2: yes hanukkah eight, is star, almost over I, if well, did, it will be over by the time this comes out
1: if you did yeah. eight that's what I, sh- I should have done like a five-star review every day on a different platform for all of our jewish listeners would have been well wow. but whatever holiday you celebrate give us a five-star review on that. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh bye
2: goodbye bye. i love you
1: keep your friends close but keep your droids closer
2: How many exits can we do?